Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Thursday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 here for your listening pleasure on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. You can also uh, catch us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Those are posted by 7.30 p.m. And uh, don't forget, you can watch a complete replay after this uh, using our app at rockoftalk.tv starting at 7.30 and rockoftalk.com. D-Dad Muska, we've got a lot to get to, but to have him uh, on board uh, here and uh, in studio as well as we... And in a good mood. <clears throat> yeah, you had a good mood. We'll, we'll get to maybe that uh, during our third hour. Very, very funny little video. Um, I did share it with a few people who have been texting in and, you know, <clears throat> it's just crazy where we're at. I get reports of the uh, Gestapo, the mask Nazis. Uh, yes, I am using that word. Uh, over at the University of New Mexico basketball game. So I know tonight is a big game with the Big D, Denver. I'm going to the Big D. I don't mean Dallas. It's Denver. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even know that University of Denver had a basketball program or anything. But I guess we're squaring off against them tonight. Um, let me just say this. If you guys decide en masse to say that, hell no to the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not put on. <laughs> I will not wear the ribbon. You got the ribbon? Will not wear the mask. They cannot police you there. Okay. Not if enough people say no. That's right. And this ends when we all say no. You have to do. You have to remember that. So when you guys are at this gathering, well, there'll be roughly about thirteen thousand. Used to be eighteen thousand at the pit. There you go. Now down thirteen thousand because we had to modernize it and charge more. But I digress. If you say no, you're not going to wear the mask. They aren't going to be able to police all of you, and they aren't going to be able to go ahead and pull you out of there. Okay. And you're not being an a-hole if you decide to not wear the mask, okay? At this point, there are plenty of, plenty of prophylactic things that you could have done anyway. They're scaring you. They're inspiring that fear in all of you. Please just say no. Now, we're going to get to uh, the dot .chat black backlog uh, during our third hour. Uh, bottom of the second hour, 5.30 p.m., we'll check in with uh, Murder Mike. Uh, we'll do a little stuff on Biden. We've got national politics today, all sorts of things. Uh, we didn't get to space news yesterday. We'll try to see if we can get around to it today. Uh, there are no ski lifts open at this point, I believe, right now in the state of New Mexico. It is unseasonably hot. So, uh, again, check your chemtrail uh, <laughs> flight logs and see where it goes. We'll get to the flight logs with uh, Elaine Maxwell as well. But <clears throat> let's start first here. And I don't want to start with COVID today, but I just want to kind of catch up on New Mexico politics. Since we put a, a nice bow on the political season, it's kind of all done. You know, it's a 4-4, if you will, on the city council. Uh, we've had some uh, a brand new uh, congressional district representative elected. And what we're dealing with now is the redistricting process that's going on. And the Albuquerque Journal, the front page piece, and it's pretty disgusting. I don't know about you, but here come the Democrats yet again, and this is why elections matter, ladies and gentlemen. They absolutely matter. Oh, um, the redistricting of all this. There was a big win yesterday. By the way, uh, before you guys uh, know, know to expect murder number 122, one killed, two injured this morning. That happened about uh, 6 a.m. on the west side. So yeah, We'll get an update you know, on that, I'm a sure. Lot, a lot of people texting on that, wanting to know where we're at. 
So <clears throat> the congressional map has now advanced in the Senate. Okay. We are at this point where we see it sort of uh, really gerrymandered uh, in such a way. This is what gerrymandered is. The word is never thrown out. It's never used. But we've got roughly an eight, seven to eight point spread. Democrats versus Republicans. Now, on the face of it, given the registration, about 32% Republican, 46% Democrat, and the rest independent, it looks like might be a little bit more than fair, right? Because, well, we're not at 33%. It should be 60-30, and we should be Democrat uh, forever. There's about 706,000 706,000 people in each of the districts. So that brings us to about uh, 2.1 million and 18,000. Okay, 2.118 is where we are. 538 has looked at this, according to the Albuquerque Journal. And it said it would classify two of the three proposed seats as highly competitive. Now, I am not so sure about that, but Agreed. it all depends upon, and remember, this is a cell. We got to keep New Mexico blue, right? CD1 is now going to dip all the way down to places like Riodoso, okay, weird. And then it's going to take all of Sandoval County's major population, which of course is Rio Rancho. So there's some good and bad here in CD1. And we have Melanie Stansberry. Uh, I think it's this, is, this particular map um, both strengthens and hurts her. Now I'm going to uh, go back to, and I'll tell you where it, it does both. <clears throat> We're going to go back to uh, House, excuse me, not House District, uh, City Council seat nine. Renee Grouch just won that by, you know, a smidgen, 5248. Okay. That is going to be in there. You have, I believe, five, which is West Side. West Side, Dan Lewis is going to belong to, I believe, if the, from the looks of it, going to belong to CD2, Yvette Harrell. Hmm. So within the same city, you have two different congressional districts. Okay, and then we go to uh, four. That's Brooke Basson. That's going to belong to CD1. Okay, a pretty pretty large Northeast Heights district. But remember, we also know that Melanie Stansberry hails from that district. The two places where I had my highest was in the Northeast Heights as well as the West Side. But I would be split if I were looking at anything right now. So that is completely split off. Then we've got uh, Trudy Jones, which is uh, northeast side, central, right? A long tramway, backside, and that is also Republican. So three of the four seats, three of the four seats there, if they can find the strength and whatever McCluskey is doing or whatever Berlin County GOP is doing, they can probably bring in a majority and probably push back against Stansbury. The problem is, is the candidates. And now I was a runner-up CD1 candidate. No, I'm not running again. Uh, the problem is, is you only have one candidate right now, Michelle Garcia-Holmes. Okay? She cannot beat Melanie Stansbury. So in the primary, if you're looking at and Mark Morris, there's no way he would have been able to beat Melanie Stansbury, even with this new setup, even going to down to Rio Doso to La Rosa. <clears throat> now, if you had somebody with high name recognition, high name ID, because Stansbury doesn't, Say, for example, a Mark Ronchetti, you can definitely do it. Problem with Mark Ronchetti is you run into this majority-minority situation where people vote ethnicity before they vote party. All right. 
let me push it just a, a tad bit further, shall we? Somebody with high name ID who is Hispanic who could carry all three of those districts, okay, Hispanic, and is not female would probably be your very, very best candidate for CD1 to beat Melanie Stansbury. Not to mention have a good connection with the Rio Rancho community, okay? Now we've got like, I don't know, umpteen at this point, uh, gubernatorial candidates. My suggestion, and I would urge people strongly if there's any male Hispanic candidates out there to get involved in that race. We've seen uh, Michelle Garcia Holmes get pulverized over and over and over and not raise any money, literally raise no money. Okay? The debates are less than inspiring at this point. We can't have Janice Earl Jones run again because cool. we all know how that goes. Okay. So if you're going to take out Melanie Stansberry, a male, Hispanic, strong candidate, high name ID would be the best way to go. I got to tell you right now, I've, I'm drawing a complete and total blank. Complete and total blank. And I'm not seeing a single thing out there. So for CD1, that's possible. Now let's go to, instead of going to CD2, because we have that with Yvette Harrell. Okay, and we're going to get to that. And, and the strength and the weakness that I mentioned with Melanie Stansberry, the strength is that she's in there. And she has a tremendous amount of money. I believe that she's already, if you uh, double checked out, I think she's at uh, 1.4, 1.5 million. Okay. At 1.4. And, and she million. knows people with deep pockets too, so she could just put it on. Well, it's it's all it's all outside the market slush yep. fund, and yep. then of course she has Deborah Holland, yep. and yep. then Martin Heinrich's going to step in. So you have all these guys. What's working against them and the weakness? Okay. In my opinion. The weakness of this in, this entire thing at this point for Melanie Stansbury is her president. On a national level, Joe Biden, let's go Brandon, I don't think she's going to be able to go ahead and carry it during this midterms if you can find a candidate that satisfies that criteria, period, the end. Okay, It's not going to be that hard, in my opinion, to unseat Melanie Stansbury. All right, let's go to CD2, shall we? Or CD3, excuse me, and then we'll go back to, to CD1. Because uh, the Yvette Harrell thing is, given it's the second most expensive congressional race in the history of the United States, $33 million is what they spent in Yvette Harrell's race. She's not going to see that money again. Reason being, and this is tough, and I feel bad for Yvette Harrell, okay? And the, re the reason why this is so incredibly tough is because the amount of money that's been raised is going to be spread out amongst a number of new candidates. Okay. And they are not going to be giving those, that, those monies to rhinos. Thank God Yvette Harold is not a rhino. Okay. She does have a chance at it, but she is also going to be the incumbent. They're going to look for weakness in seats in the redistricting and look for people to take out. And you probably aren't going to see that math on anything. So forget what 538 says. You aren't going to see that math on anything roughly until maybe mid-January. So a lot's going to change between now and then. All right. <clears throat> CD3. Santa Fe? Farmington? Uh, yeah, and Hobbs. All sorts of incredibly stupid. Same proportion, 53, 54, 46, 47%. 706,000 people. Here's the difference. And this is why I like CD3 for a conservative, for a Republican, by the way. You have something pretty rare 
that I think the Democrats completely and totally overlooked. And I love it. The fact that it's voter turnout by party in that area. You know who doesn't turn out for votes besides the people? People in Santa Fe do. Oh, yeah. People in northern New Mexico do not turn out. They do not go to the polls. They don't do not care. Okay. You're people, talking about like Rio Arriba County. Oh, yeah. They just say, yeah, yeah they, they cook the books, let them there. You know, they're, they're tired of it. Los Alamos, you have, of course, they're going to vote, uh, what, 60, 30, 60, 65, 35 left. Maybe because of the mask mandate, maybe they'll go 60, 40. But you go all the way from Farmington and you crawl all the way down, I believe, through parts of Chavez County, if Mike uh, correct in saying so. Yep, all the yeah. way into Roswell. You know, Roswell, mm-hmm. uh, Chavez County. So you got Roswell, literally some of the biggest cities in the entire state, Roswell, Farmington, and then you go down south to the oil patches. So there's a lot of whining right now going on by the uh, <clears throat> legislators. Okay, They're saying, oh, we don't like this. I would shut up. I would absolutely at this point shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You're saying what I've been thinking as I've looked at these the last couple of days. <laughs> Do not say a damn yeah. word again. Let them push CD3. Let it. Let it go. Overconfident, maybe. Uh, I don't know what is going on with, with uh, the CD3, but it is, a, in my opinion, an absolute dream for a Republican candidate, period. Karen Bedoni, you're a, a great gubernatorial candidate. My thought. I'll tell you what, that is that is your candidate for CD3 right there. Because in her trips throughout the rest of the state and where that goes, bingo, that would be the first place where a Karen Bedoni could be quite successful. The Patriots, Farmington, where she's from, or that area, I forget what it's called, Mexican Springs, and then going all the way down south, this would be the ideal. If you're a white boy, by the way, I wouldn't run in CD3. Just letting you know. You are right now about uh, 60-40, and this is what's pissing them off, okay? What you're going to need is you're going to need an ethnic Republican. I don't know how, is, it, is that the right way to say it? I'm not trying to be you know, too politically correct here. You need an ethnic Republican with a patriot angle to this going out and making history. This, in my opinion, if Karen Bedoni was around last time, and uh, well, she was, she did. She ran for CD3. It was a, a little bit uh, interesting the way that whole thing kind of spelled out. This would be, this would be the race. This would be the absolute race. I believe Alexis Martinez Johnson uh, represented at CD1 uh, last time, yep. and uh, she she ran. And it, how how badly did she lose in the the mayoral race? You know, uh, it, well, yeah, it was she she was running against two. Hey, wait a minute, if that happened in Albuquerque. Yeah, she was running against two Democrats. I'll check the the stats. Did she get uh, she get twenty percent? Because right right there in Farmington, San Juan, then you go to the oil patch. My opinion, this is this is a dream. But I don't think you white boys or white girls should be running for CD3. That's just that's my strong opinion about that. Okay? So on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, I give uh, CD1, I give it a 5. It's a wash. Okay? It all depends upon what you have for Republicans. CD3, I'd give that. If you can find the right Republican to run for that race, uh, I think your chances with a woman who is – Highly unidentifiable. Most people don't even know. Okay, You're going to have to knock her out this time and spend some money. I think CD3 is a targeted race. No doubt about it in my mind. Okay, They're male, female, ethnic, minority Okay, as a Republican and proven that they can go ahead and you know unite patriot movements in the state of New Mexico. Because all of those, if you look at those county by county, you're finding back. All right, finally CD2. Oh, final point about three, uh, CD3, sure. Eddie. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Alexis Martinez got, Johnson got 41% of CD3 as it exists now, 
uh, in, in 2020. So that's so, so Alexis Martinez Johnson would be, if you're listening, Alexis Martinez Johnson, this would be another uh, good opportunity for you to jump into a race if you if you feel so moved. Mm. Okay, I mean, uh, not surprisingly, she got 10% of the vote for Santa Fe mayor, but uh, CD3 2020, Alexis Martinez yeah. Johnson, 41.03%. Uh, that was before the Southeast oil patch was added, potentially added. To is, CD3. Gallup, is Gallup in CD3? Uh, is Gallup in CD3? Or CD1? Gallup is in CD3. Is it? Okay, so if Gallup's in CD3, we know that Elisa Martinez is from CD3. That would be, in my opinion, her last chance at running for anything. Yeah, you, you, you've point. been lobbying her for a while, though, to run. Well, you know, kind of, sort of. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not her biggest fan, and nor is she mine. But I would say that, you know, we're trying to win here. I don't really... The enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah, I just I don't want any Democrats. <laughs> I don't really care, you know. So that would be in my opinion. But she doesn't really know, in my opinion, the state quite as well. Uh, I think as a Karen Bedoni when it comes to that. So those would be the three there. And I can't think of a single Hispanic. Uh, Rod Montoya, maybe. Mm-hmm. Would that be another uh, opportunity? Does he have enough name ID with state uh, statewide name recognition? Can't think of anybody else that I would kind of throw out there, but those are the those are the people that I would look at right now. Okay, <clears throat> I'm not trying to straighten anything out for you guys. I'm just trying to be uh, helpful. Let's check on weather and traffic for the first time. Rudy Grande. All right, why don't we put things together? We're going to go ahead and start with the weather again. We're back to really nice weather, 62 degrees across town right now, and the roads are kind of smiling as well. Look at this southbound I-25. Yeah, you're driving into the sunset, so that's kind of why it's a little bit murky there. I-25 uh, southbound, uh, basically Osuna on over to Monta- Montano. That's kind of typical, under 40 miles an hour. Northbound at uh, Lead, we had an accident about half an hour ago. That's now cleared, and traffic, though, is always a slow path coming up north on 25. Uh, this time from about Avenida Cesar Chavez on up to about Lead Cole. Get beyond that little curve there, and looks like smooth sailing all the way through the big eye. And looks in, looking good right now, Rio Bravo. This is the time to be heading westbound into the South Valley via Rio Bravo. A little bit of tentative traffic at second, but that quickly comes back to a good path on your way to Isleta. All right, we're at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Everyone's coming in for the holidays. This is the time now to talk with the family about what to do with mom and dad, right? That's right. We are a home care company that provides services so that uh, mom and dad and the disabled can stay in their homes and enjoy the holidays. It's also an excellent part-time job for any homemaker who has a heart for giving back to the community. All right, Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Want to get in touch with them? I know you do. Just go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock of talk. All right, good job, Rudy. 424 uh, here in the Kiva. By the way, I did uh, did watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. It aired on this day way back in 1965. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you got to watch that. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So make sure you guys uh, do that. Uh, get uh, Dame Judy Dench is 87. Dick Buckus is 70. I didn't even know Dick Buckus was still alive. A lot of those old-time NFL yeah. guys, they, they die <laughs> before they get to 79. I'll bet you I'll bet this next one, uh, by the way, uh, John Malkovich. I bet you have a John Malkovich impersonation. No, I can't. Story. It's so hard. I've worked at it, really? it for years. <laughs> I just, just couldn't really get it. Tough. That was surprising. <laughs> what about could you do him in, uh, what is it, Rounders when he's in the poker? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the Orioles. Uh, probably the best depiction of Christianity yes. on film I've ever seen in my life 
Uh, Malkovich is in that movie. Uh, I think it was a Places in the Heart with with oh, yeah, Sally yeah. Field. Mm-hmm. So, so her husband's killed by this young drunk black kid who shoots him just because he's drunk, and then her whole life falls apart. And Danny Glover's there, and the clan's there, and John Malkovich is blind, and it's all like hell on earth. The last scene, all the characters in that movie, living and dead, are in a in, are in pews seeing him in a church. I mean, you will. I have a heart blacker than anything on earth. It's worse than coal. That scene, you will weep at the end of that scene. And then, and then the very last scene, it's the young, drunk black kid who killed her husband, and he, the husband, and the and the guy who shot him are in the pew at the back of the church as they're all singing to him. I mean, you will weep at that movie. <laughs> Post that in the show notes tonight, would you? Yes, I yeah, will. Sure yeah, get that yeah. All right. So very quickly, let me just go over CD two. These people are so incredibly focused on CD two, okay, the Democrats, that they're looking past everything right now. And they're entirely focused on getting Yvette Harrell out. I mean, she's got a biggest target maybe in the country really? on Seriously? her right now. I mean, yep. there, this is all-out war on Yvette Harrell, okay? So the way that they cut this up is it gives her, like, I think I'm sitting right now here at the studio at the airport area in Yvette Harrell's district now. It's the South Valley. <laughs> yes. It's the airport. It's Gibson. Like, a Kirtland Air Force Base is now Yvette Harrell. She yeah. has, like, all the Air Force Base. She has Cannon. She has uh, Alamogordo Holloman. And she's got, like, that's all cut into this. Now, that's the strength. Okay, If she really wanted to kind of focus on and how to keep it, I, I think that's it. The other thing is she's got it, Yvette Harrell. Listen closely. You're literally listening to probably the most popular voice, not counting these, okay, in Valencia County. I get more texts from Las Lunas, Belen, yep. Tomei, Socorro, that whole area than I do any other place, okay? And one of the things that Claire Chase didn't do, and I, I gave her the advice, gave her the advice, and I'm surprised because I think Claire is connected to Jay McCluskey somehow. <clears throat> and with all that being said, she did, or she did not focus on that. In fact, she came out third. She came third in that particular race. Here's what's happening, okay? They are going to over-ethnicize, I guess, if you will, that district literally for the next 10 years just to drive the Republicans out of there and the oil patch. And what is at stake, ladies and gentlemen, is a bit of a chess game. It's the Department of the Interior with Deborah Holland. The Department of the Interior with Deborah Holland. And then compound that on top of that. If you look at this, okay? They want to go ahead and run their green new energy deal throughout the rest of southern New Mexico. And this is why CD2 is so incredibly important to them, because it's driven by an agenda. And there you have a a Hispanic candidate. I think they're going to clear out everybody so that there's no primary. I think the guy was a city councilman from uh, Las Cruces. What is his name? Luis something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy is their dreamboat to get straight in there, because we now know that the uh, previous person who ran against Yvette Harrell, I can't remember her name. Okay. Oh, so she tells sort uh, She's got a job small. with the federal government yeah, she's right now. now. With the federal government. So the whole entire thing is Doshi Teal and the smalls and everything is to drive that green new energy agenda throughout the rest of southern New Mexico and literally bankrupt what's left because they're sitting on $26 billion of cash infusion since the beginning of the pandemic. So they can afford to take this risk, drive their agenda, and this will help Michelle Lujan Grisham. The CD2 is the key for Michelle Lujan Grisham to go ahead and win the state of New Mexico for the gubernatorial candidate. And she needs that type 
of partner out on the congressional trail with her. Okay, that's that's the focus. That's why they're going with this map. Love to get your thoughts back on any and all of this. Uh, if you want to uh, get some analysis, I'll read your text when we return for immediate reaction. We'll take a couple of very quick calls. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, um, Jesse Smollett was found guilty on five charges. I don't know if you've looked that up yet. Oh, Juicy Smollett. There he is, of course, you know. Uh, we we gotta love we gotta love uh, Justice Smollett. That's good stuff. And it, will he be going to jail or we don't know? Sentencing will be when did they say? No, I don't know. I'm driving in the car and I heard another station immediately called you. No, oh, thanks. Thanks for keeping us up today. That is uh, that is very right. juicy for Juicy Smollett. That's what do you think about that? Now? I'm, I'm kind of kind of excited about that. So uh, it turns out when you lie to the cops and cost them thousands and thousands of hours of investigations over an event that never happened. Jurors don't like that, especially at a time when crime's out of control in this country. Yeah, there it is. Uh, back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Yep, it was uh, on this day that uh, this particular song came out. Right out. It was 1989's We Didn't Start the Fire. Went to number one on this day. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Tom McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. abq.fm over 60 stations to choose from including classic rock grunge r&b country new wave trance even faith and gospel all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer this is jeffrey candelaria from straight talk with jeffrey candelaria if you're tired of those old wall street cliches give pavlos panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website myfinancialsense.com 
Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live on demand. Get the top 10 news of the day or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild, tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. In numbers too big to ignore And I know too much to go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there on the floor 
Hear me roar? <laughs> that was it. I am woman. Hear me roar. That was Katy Perry. Year. Oh, okay. Uh, this, I mean, uh, I was. Uh, that was on the midnight special. On the midnight special. I mean, we're getting a lot of that. Uh, Four thirty-seven here in the We'll check on traffic uh, here in a few minutes. Uh, three traffic checks, by the way, each hour. Uh, people are really like, don't do it too much, and then then it's like, where's the traffic check? So I can keep it here. Uh, so I'm trying to balance it out. I'm not a, you know, I'm doing the knobs and the pulleys and. All that other kind of stuff. I'll read your text uh, here momentarily. Uh, but I'm getting some feedback because it was like, oh, no mails? Yeah, so that's what happened last time. I'm not sure if you guys recall, but it was only it was only females in CD2, CD1, yep. and CD3, right? Yep. Right. And then the special election, last time we had a, <clears throat> a male run was Mark Moore's. So that's uh, that's. Uh, well, you know, as you said, Eddie, uh, Gabe main. Vasquez is the guy running uh, in in What's CD, his name? CD uh, two. Gabe Vasquez. Gabe. This, uh, I tell you, he looks like young Ben Ray Lujan, and I think uh. just like Ben Ray, a very limited private sector experience. He's claiming that his experience is Las Cruces City Councilor, staff member for you guessed it, U.S. Senator Martin Zap Brannigan Heinrich, uh, and he also helped to protect New Mexico's environment and public lands. Mm. That's our Gabe. Oh, Gabe. <laughs> Every single time I say that name, the first thing I think of is, uh, you know, um, the hangover. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Eddie, ain't that the truth? Good work on that analysis. Uh, Eddie, similar article, Levis and State Representative Zamora yesterday, all saying the same thing, okay? So apparently, ABQ Raw posting some more stuff, abqraw.com. Uh, it says, Civilian Police Oversight Agency Board Chairman Eric Oliva quits the post. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what's going on over there, but that's the oversight. According to them, uh, this from abqraw.com came out, I don't know, about an hour ago. So had two years left on his term. It leaves only seven of nine board members left, three of uh, seven terms. And in February of 2022, the entirety, uh, I wish to inform you on behalf of civilian police oversight. Uh, it has been a humbling experience to see, understand the issues, blah, blah, blah. First and foremost, let me say that I'm not resigning for personal reasons. Because uh, I believe the process is badly broken and many persons' policies and politics have led to the breakdown. This is the head guy. This is the head guy of the police oversight board. I, I got to say, you got to abolish this police oversight board. Just get rid of it. It's a waste. If he leaves, just get rid of everybody else. It's like we don't, we don't need a civilian police oversight board. Why, why do we have this? No matter the evidence presented, the board is able to have little effect on actual operations of APD. Okay, well, good. Get rid of it. If it... If you guys are just doing nothing but twiddling your thumbs, uh, get rid of it. Uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. The list of training required for board members is far too ambitious for unpaid volunteers. The requirement excuse the membership of the board. There it is. Okay, perfect. Just get rid of the, the worthless board. Uh, is it really news? I guess. They, they reported on it, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Oh, cool. Very cool. Uh, Eddie, so are there bodies buried on Zero Petal Ranch or environs? I can't prove it, but I would say confidence is high that they are there. Okay. Um, uh, we got some Maxwell uh, pedo stuff uh, here. Uh, very good. 
Uh, Eddie, thanks. Ready. Uh, oh, okay. Run, Eddie, run. What am I running for? <laughs> can what, we, do you, what do you want me to run for? Can you be a little more specific, sir? You want to run for the border? You want to run around Sioux? Cannonball run? Uh, yeah, what, what are we doing? What's the run? What marathon? Do you, want to, you want to run in front of you? Half in marathon. place? This is, what was it, the running man? Remember that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's when we had the go, the governor, Minnesota. He was uh, he was an independent, was he not? I so. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. How was I was a governor, a legislator. A, a Navy SEAL. That's I've really taken good. on the establishment. Now I live in Mexico under deep cover. Watch <laughs> my he... YouTube videos. <laughs> Does he really live in Mexico? I think so. Does I thought he I heard really? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, sure some people will know more than I will. Does he have, did he scatter his seeds amongst uh, many women? <laughs> oh. Did he? I think he had like... Did he have, I think he is like a super dedicated family man, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's been married to the same woman for a long same time. Same woman, like yeah. all the kids. Like you think he's totally radical. And he's just a crazy guy with a bald, bald head who won uh, it, because people got tired of politics in Minnesota. Don't let the feather boa <laughs> fool you. Remember when he had the feather boa, Jesse? <laughs> Woo! Boy, Jesse. So what do you want me to run for? Ronchetti is like the Beta O'Rourke of the New Mexico Republican Party. What do you mean by that? He likes to uh, skateboard? Punk rock? Do you play drums? What does that mean? I don't know. Is it, is it Beto uh, not, not going to be able to believe, uh, beat the handicapped governor of the state of Texas, by the way. I didn't know he was handicapped. That just, you just said the blows other bit, my yeah. mind. Like yeah. he was handicapped while he was in law school. A tree fell on him. Tree? How does a tree fall He's on? He's jogging. You? I mean, yeah, like the guy's just a total inspirational. You know, I tell you that testament. that you know they talk about what what's inside an orange orange juice because when you squeeze the orange, what comes out is the juice. Yeah. I mean, when you are put uh, under a stressful situation like that, you either become a bitter alcoholic or 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 the governor of. of you know, arguably the most important state in the union. So the tree squeeze on Greg Abbott literally squeezed all the bad stuff out of him. I mean, it's like it fell on him. I want to. I want trees to fall on me. Then, as we say, right? adversity does not build character. It adversity reveals character. Reveals character. Uh, let's see. Our prospects for a contender against Stansbury are shallow. More Steve Pierce short sightedness. I miss Richard Steele and Chuck Muth and Bob Beers type of people from Nevada. I wow. I, there's very little that goes over my head. One, because I'm six four, and two, well, you know, because I actually get things. I I recognize none of those people. Uh, I, I do. They're Nevadans, actually. So maybe our texture is from Nevada. Wow, Nevada. Yeah, I like off, the yeah. lines for Farmington and Hobbs. I do too. Yeah, you got to <laughs> unite those. Exactly, Eddie. They need to shut the f up. You were dropping gold this afternoon. I don't know. I'm dropping gold. I, by the way, I, you know, uh, UConn uh, Jack the the. the <laughs> I was watching that last night. It's just so great. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah. Yukon Cornelius. Yes. Santa is a total a-hole. Top uh, to bottom. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like you're not going to let any reindeer. Like, it was a yes. much, you want to talk about rough treatment? Yes. Yeah, there it is. Anta, I mean, Santa and Donner and, you know, Comet. Boy, yep. they were just, you know, Donner was uh, Rudy's dad. Right, and then uh, Comet was his, his, his uh, coach yes. out there. Yes. And then I guess he was, uh, you know. Uh, I did a lengthy uh, is, uh, hanging out with I did a Maurice. lengthy analysis on Facebook a couple of years ago about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Uh, of course, I watch it sometimes multiple times a year ever, yeah. ever since I was born in the early 70s. Uh, that is, I think, in I think Rankin Bass, 64, 65 originally. Yeah. That is Cold War conformity at its worst in 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 the uh, in the American in our American history. Okay, you have uh, some differences. You've got Hermie who just wants to be a dentist. You got Rudolph who's a little different with the nose. They are hated and excoriated uh, and driven out of their homes because of uh, Cold War era conformity. Our country, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was built by 
crazy. What did what did PJ Rourke say? Crazy religious people with guns built our country. Uh, now we now we're supposed to hate crazy religious people with guns. Inventors, tinkers, explorers, mm. uh, and that Cold War era. I'm glad I was not born in the year my father was born because uh, that conformity is really sick. And then of course Hermie and Hermie and Rudolph end up saving everything. At the end, the real villain in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I'm not going to go off a rant, rant here, but you know, you, you um, are, yeah, keep going. Don't, don't stop. The, the real, I think, uh, evil more than anything else is Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> OK, his little buddy that he meets on the first day of the reindeer games, Mr. Conformity himself. All right. This Fireball would be a chief Fauci thug. If Fireball uh, were alive today, you know, he really ganged uh, up on Rudy. No so he's got two very unlikable qualities. You know, the conformity, the 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 uh, constant obeyance to, to to the to 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 you know whoever's in power, and then we need to go show off for the does. Okay, we have you know our only uh, identity is tied up in the fact that whether a woman you know appreciates us or not. I mean, Fireball is everything that I hate on planet Earth. Okay, wow, Fireball is, is strong, and of course the abominable ends up being. Mr. Friendly, all right, yeah. he's fine the whole time. He was misunderstood. He puts the star for you Christians up on the, the, the tree at the yeah. end of the at the end of the it production. Yeah. So um yeah, don't get me started on Rudolph. No, this is good I, stuff. I, I, can, I like the I deep go, yes. I like the deep dive into yes. Rudolph yes. Uh, up on the North Pole. Yes, it's kind of yeah. like a postmodern psychological analysis of Did all of it all. We, we we should also do a cultural analysis from a movie standpoint okay. of yeah. the post JFK assassination Uber, you know, ushering True. in the Beatles how you know, it was uh, Charlie Brown uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, Frosty the Snowman oh, and Rudolph yeah, the Red-Nosed Reindeer all came yeah. out post, mm-hmm. all came out post. Uh, and was it just a function of the television set? Mm-hmm. Well, and also you don't want to get me off on the uh, climate change implications of Year Without Santa Claus. Don't get me started on that because I yeah. could do a whole hour. Well, on it was all about <laughs> Rudolph getting him through the big blizzard. Absolutely. I don't know where that blizzard is. Check on Ru- weather and traffic here at 445 Rudy Grande. <laughs> So my problem was Fireball, or I'm lost in that story there. You know what, Rudy? Uh, During the holidays, everybody's problem is Fireball. (laughs) Gotcha. Hope you you caught that. Yes, I did. All right. Cinnamon whiskey. (laughs) Starting with the weather. Hey, that sun is about to set, and the cool temperatures will as well. We're going down to about 35 degrees tonight, but tomorrow they say we'll head back in maybe upper 50s. Right now, though, above that, 61 degrees across town. Listen, we got some troubles on Paseo del Norte, westbound between Eagle Ranch Road and Golf Course. We have an accident. Unfortunately, that has just stiffened up the drive, not just from the river, but all the way back from I-25 is feeling the effects. So do you want to use Alameda tonight? I'd say yes, because, yes, that's going to be a tight drive. If you're west on Alameda, things are kind of uh, grumpy from Guadalupe Trail on into Rio Rancho, but still a much easier trek onto the west side. Uh, I-25 southbound is still very stubborn. If you make your way uh, southbound from Osuna to Montano, you only got about 35 miles an hour to deal with. Watch out for the guy in front of you. And we're at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. You're trying to pair people together. That's right. Our goal is to form a comfortable working relationship between the client and the caregiver. So our focus is on matching the two together so that they can have that forever friendship. So whether you want to work or you need some help, give us a call and let's see what we can do. And to give Amazing Grace a call, you go to homecare.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, one weather and traffic check uh, before we hit the top of the hour. We'll uh, we'll start there. We're trying to do it three times an hour. Just try to keep it on uh, on a rhythm, a long first segment. And then I always go long during the uh, first segment. We'll get back to more of your text messages uh, as well. And your feedback, lots to get to here on the Thursday edition here of The Rock of Talk.
AM1600KIVABQ.FM. Well, what do you think of our friend Cornelius? Seems all he thinks about is silver and gold. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. How do you measure its worth? Just by the pleasure it gives here on earth. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Means so much more when I see silver and gold decoration on every Christmas tree. What's a Christmas tree without tinsel and pretty silver and gold decorations? Can't really call it a Christmas tree, now can you? And think of all the fun and joy that would be lost on Christmas morning if all the young folks didn't get to see that sparkling, happy tree. Silver and gold, silver and gold mean so much more what I see. Silver and gold decoration on every Christmas tree. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. 
Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Everybody's favorite jazz riff there. There it is, Linus and Lucy. They're from back in the day. Uh, great Christmas album uh, as well. A lot of people like to play it. Uh, in the background uh, for the holidays, uh, all those uh, crazy kids doing all their goofy, uh, goofy dancing on a stage. Where, where is the setting for uh, Charlie Brown? And we never got that from Charles M. Did. Schultz. I don't, I don't no. know that he actually like, you know, ever thought it was like little a town America. <laughs> yeah, like the little Easter eggs that you uh, yeah. need to know. So uh, there you go. Uh, some quick uh, updates: New York City lawmakers passed bill letting some non-citizens vote. Yep, there we go, folks. Remember to burning down Christmas trees and not prosecuting for it. They're now letting non-citizens vote. I mean, the things that are happening in New York City, I don't know that it's a place you ever want to go again. I know I don't. I know I won't. Uh, court rejecting Trump bid to block records from the House January 6th panel. There you go. So they're going to do whatever they can. That impartial remember. investigation yeah, that I'm sure is going to get to the bottom of everything. And then uh, whistleblower videos capture Pennsylvania election officials destroying evidence there it is folks it's uh, all right there we'll catch up on more of that including the uh victor davis hansen uh stuff I've still got a lot more text to get to uh let's see julie m wright uh demanded a cease and desist for defamatory statements uh made towards her she sent it to the Bernalillo county republican party of new mexico i received this a little bit earlier and it's addressed directly to uh mr john rockwell and miss uh um I can't remember her first name. Myra, Mira, Myla. Oh, my God. I can't remember her name. Uh, something Spinelli. Myra. I think it's Myra Spinelli. So uh, it's talking all about because they made some serious accusations uh, towards her. And uh, there it is. Doubt. So we'll, we'll maybe hopefully get into that uh, as well. Not exactly the biggest week for the Republican Party, although based upon all the news releases, you would think that it, that it was. Uh, Josh Joe Jimenez. He ran for district attorney Sandoval County in 2020. I've never heard of the guy. I mean, if you're trying for name recognition there, Josh Joe Jimenez, JJ, J cube, J Jonah Jameson, J cube ain't gonna, ain't gonna fly. You gotta have a higher name ID there. Whoever the candidate is, their middle name must be Bruno who takes the PC gloves off and puts on brass knuckles to fight the Democrat bullies. I like that. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, who's that going to be? Orlando Garcia. Here we go. Eddie, you're right about Belen and Las Lunas. Belen went 86% red in the mayor's race. I'm telling you, Belen is my hometown. That's, you know, Belen is Bethlehem. We're all blessed and stuff out here. <laughs> like, that's the best part of Metro Albuquerque is that south of the city area there. That's South Valley Heights. Yeah, Las oh. Lunas. And see, this is, a, this is a, if we end up losing CD2 and gaining a three and a one, you know, we'll go back. You're going to, you're, 
it's all sorts of PC political correctness, bro. Right. Uh, I, I hate the way that it goes, but that's the way it is. Great governor, buddy. Tree magnet. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, that's a, as they would call that in my son's, you know, homework. That's a, uh, uh, it's a partial sentence. Partial sentence. <laughs> yes. Uh, here we go. Uh, PNM, what a joke. You take too much power. Yeah, BS, ever climbed a tower will aid you like, I like people and like source. I will fight. Keep the faith, Eddie. Damn the torpedoes. Full speed ahead. He's a, uh, he's a sellout. We thought so. Stupid mo- my Donner. I guess he's going after the reindeer. I'm, I'm not really sure. Sometimes the bubbly and the spirits uh, take a hold of you a little bit early on in the evening. Uh, the AZ town I visited calling their upcoming holiday parade, let freedom ring with Christmas bells parade. Ooh. Two things the left hates, freedom and Christmas. Uh, freedom and Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Uh, Rear up the red nose, reindeer. Nose rain. I'm not sure why. Uh, cheap, reliable energy is the power that drives our economy. The reset is designed to destroy the middle ground between rich and poor. Our oil patch being sealed is important to this goal. That's exactly right. Follow what I'm saying. Just tell me when I'm wrong, and, you know, I'll go ahead and acknowledge it. Oh, my God. Santa's all coked out, bro. Blow some snow, bro. That's why Rudolph's nose glows. A little for Santa, a little bit more for Santa, a little bit more for Santa. Fireball used whiskey if we're antifreeze, bro. <laughs> Everyone still buys those Fireball miniatures at the Circle K, bro. No, they don't sell them. It's illegal. Oh. Right? Remember? They cut them off. Cut them off. Mm-hmm. It's funny how uh, it's illegal, but yet at the same time, uh, we've got more homeless people now than ever. That was one of the angles of that. Rudy, you got 45 seconds to do the weather and traffic. All right, and we can do it. We'll put it together and look at the sun goes down. It's already going below uh, 60. We're at 59 degrees outside right now. Still have the accident. Paseo del Norte, westbound between Eagle Ranch and Golf Club. Uh, looks, I'm sorry, Golf Course. Looks like it is still backed up to the I-25. It's starting to get a little bit murky there in the South Valley on Rio Bravo. Westbound, the trips can be spoiled as you wind your way right there. Uh, railroad tracks for about a quarter of a mile. All right, Pam, got a couple of seconds. What's going on at Amazing Grace? Uh, we're always in need of caregivers who have loving hearts. So if you're a homemaker, if you know how to run the laundry, then give me a call. We'll put you to work. <laughs> All right. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Let's go back to the rock. All right. Back up the top of the hour news. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in right here in the Kiva. <laughs> AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The FDA is expanding the eligibility for Pfizer coronavirus booster shots to 16 and 17 year olds. The agency changing the emergency use authorization and now says those teenagers can receive a booster shot 
at least six months after getting their second dose. Not just a vaccine requirement, but also a testing option, testing once a week, which we feel and I think the American people feel is quite reasonable in order to keep workplaces safe, keep schools safe, keep uh, stores safe for people out there Christmas shopping and holiday shopping. She was asked about bipartisan efforts to repeal President Biden's vaccine mandate on large businesses. A federal appeals court rejected former President Donald Trump's request to deny a special House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol access to records from his presidency. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. There are two things that I care about. I'm always working on my health and fitness, and I care so much about preventing illness. And that's where vitamin D comes in. Vitamin D is also known as the sunshine vitamin. How do you know if you have low levels of vitamin D? Most people don't. Sons of Liberty, our regular sponsors of CBD, have been working with a group of scientists to create this patent-pending spray vitamin. Five sprays contain a whopping 15,000 IUs of vitamin D3. It's instantly in your bloodstream, providing amazing protection against illness and the taste is amazing protect yourself and your loved ones this season with this great tasting vitamin d3 spray from sons of liberty for my listeners only go sons of is offering a discount of 15 percent off every product when you use the code war 15 at checkout please support veteran owned service disabled small business go sons of make the healthy choice and choose go sons of use code war 15 to get up to 15 percent off go sons of as crime continues to rise in cities across the country, Austin, Texas, recorded its 88th homicide of the year last week, the most in the city since 59 were reported back in 1984. Texas Republican Congressman Lance Gooden claims Austin government officials are the reason police officers are leaving the city. Unfortunately, the uh, people of Austin that run that city have uh, worked very hard to um, talk down to the police and push them out of the city. City residents voted against a referendum last month that would require the city to have two police officers for every 1,000 people. A pair of $100 million lawsuits have been filed by survivors of the Oxford High School shooting against the school district. The suit alleging the district and other officials failed to stop the attack that left four students dead and seven others injured. The superintendent of the school saying they will fully cooperate with the investigation. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. One of the nation's top infectious disease experts is dishing out more holiday advice for your parties. Forced vaccinations and endless calls for more boosters, Dr. Fauci on Washington Post website is now telling Americans that have guests in their home this holiday season, make them show proof of vaccination. When you get vaccinated and you have a vaccinated group and you are in an indoor setting, you can enjoy as we have traditionally over the years. And that's the reason why people should, if they invite people over their home, essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. President Trump's senior advisor, Kimberly Guilfoyle, on Newsmax, explains her point of view to the government overreach. This is just an incredible power grab 
by the government, trying to control our lives, what we see, what we think, what we do, what we put into our bodies. I think it's just outrageous. Just when you think it can't get worse, it does. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Weekly jobless claims are hitting a level not seen in more than 50 years. The Labor Department saying 84, the Labor Department saying 184,000 initial jobless claims were filed last week. That's a drop of 43,000 from the previous week's revised total and the lowest level since September 1969. The biggest increases for the week ending November 27th were seen in states like North Carolina, Wisconsin, and Ohio. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression. The Rock of Talk. I'm Eric on the on this Thursday, December the 9th. Here, hour number two coming at you on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV podcasting on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Downloading our apps for rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Uh, weather and traffic check at uh, 15 past the hour in 10 minutes. We got D. Dowd Muska for uh, hour two just for you, me and you, and, uh, well, you're my boy, Blue, right here in the Kiva. So we're going to get into the Maxwell stuff. i got three more texts to read. Oh, and, just, just uh, quickly, Eddie. Uh, sure, on sure, Saturday sure. night, speaking of Rudolph, it will be airing uh, on CBS. Uh, again, I think it aired earlier in this holiday season. Nobody knows what CBS is anymore. I know. I, I, could, I, I probably couldn't. It's, yeah. Is it KRQE in here locally, CBS? Dad, will know. you walk up to the TV and change the channel, please? Well, all you do now is you just pick up your remote and just say whatever you want to watch into it, and it pops up. But anyway, what if you want to watch it live, it's airing Saturday uh, December 11th, I believe that's this coming Saturday, and it says 8 p.m. in the east, so I assume that's 7 p.m. our time. So I would suggest to you this. I think you can get it on Apple TV uh, for free. I believe you can get it on the other thing for free, and if not, just buy it, then you'll have it forever. And then, you know, that little, you know, 3 11 $14, whatever the hell you spend for it, <laughs> it'll be well worth it. So you can just go well, ahead I always and just like that rock around of, the Christmas tree. Uh, of uh, Adam Carolla, who said multiple times back in the day yep. when the Grinch was on once a year, you know, you'd during the commercials, you'd run out to the kitchen or you know bathroom, or whatever, and yeah. then your, your your sibling would be screaming, "It's back! It's back!" You'd have to run down the hallway. I mean, <laughs> we grew up a little differently than today's uh, kids. I just remember what what happened with the days when your six year old was your remote control. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah, I mean, that or the was clapper. The, just go do the hey. I didn't ever, I never do saw it. the clapper. Yeah, I, George. Uh, oh God, what's his name? The big big comedian George. Oh, large African American man. He said, "I was my father's clapper. My father would just go, hey." Remember, African-Americans do not refer to themselves as African-Americans. <laughs> That's true. And, and say, uh, Latinx George don't Wallace. refer to themselves as Latinx. Yeah. George, George Wallace. George Wallace. It's like, I'm black, fool. That's right. yeah. Funny comedian. Yeah, funny. Yeah, very funny. All right, so before we get to Maxwell, a few more texts uh, there, and we've got a lot to get to with the Maxwell. Five-star metallic silver. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Fauci, can you go F himself? There you go. Make sure I get these through people or, like, Hampering me if I don't read all their text or eight. I'll read one text from me. Keep shining the light, gentlemen. No problem. Uh, say Bob checks in uh, seventy-seven bucks for twenty-three point five five gallons. I did that. Uh, he was bragging today. Uh, Let's go, Brandon was bragging today about the fact that uh, gas prices were down twenty percent. He's totally delirious and, mm-hmm. and all nut shubbery. Uh, please check out the please check out the cool sticker I found at a gas pump. LOL. They're out there everywhere. They're practic- any gas station you go to, you see the Let's Go Brandon stuff. <laughs> I did that. I did that. And I think I've seen one Kamala so far. Oh. Eddie, are you serious? In the New Mexico Republican primary, Michelle Garcia Holmes couldn't beat Archie Bunker, and he's dead. Wow. Gosh, go easy. It's Christmas time. There it is. All right. 
So <clears throat> I just read them as they come in, folks. Uh, read them and we. Okay, so Maxwell, and here's, uh, here's where we are. We'll get back to New Mexico politics a little bit later. Uh, today, the trial suddenly ended. And now the prosecution is just at the very end of calling their final witnesses, okay, to the trial. And then it's going to be uh, you know, the, the, the defense, okay? And it's going to be a field day with the defense. It's, they're going to be cross-examining everything because they're going to have to have a pretty meaty and lengthy uh, number of witnesses on the defense to uh, prevent Galena. And I don't even know who's going to run to her defense. I, that's the curious part. I imagine it's going to be her sisters. I imagine it's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, people that she's, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't, why don't you put somebody of, of, of noteworthiness? If you have nothing to hide, put somebody like Bill Clinton or Bill Richardson. Up or Bill Gates. <laughs> there we go. Bill, Bill, Bill. Will you marry me, Bill? None of those bills. Maybe the old man will appear. He, he faked his death all those years ago. You know? <laughs> so they do got dollar dollar bills, y'all. Uh, so the trial's going to resume tomorrow morning, and it was very unexpected uh, in terms of the break. Okay, so it was all abruptly cut short. Now uh, the connection, obviously, here to the state of New Mexico. You'll see my stuff. It will air next. What's the fifteenth? I don't even know the fifteenth. What is that? Six days from now, which is going to be next Wednesday mm-hmm. on German television, where everybody's the mandatory vaccine would be forced to also watch uh, The Rock of Talk. I don't know. What, what accent? Yeah, that yeah. Right after the Kraftwerk holiday <laughs> special, we'll be talking to Eddie Aragon. This He's is a man the, on the go, go, go from the American Southwest. <laughs> this is the part that sprockets very dad. <laughs> All right. So Jeffrey. Touch F- my monkey. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. $27.5 million or ranch hit the market right next to Gary Keene's, uh, King's place. Keene. Joe Skeen, Gary King. You know, bada bing. We are officially canceling the leases with Zorro Ranch and Cypress Incorporated. <laughs> oh, way to get it done. I'm so glad. Remember, uh, this was this was released today on the New York Post. It's finally getting some <clears throat> famous pictures. And they took the real estate pictures and they put them on the New York Post. Now, I uh, after reading this article, I immediately went to the New York Post. and I said, look, bro, I got plans. I got all the photos. You want them? So they decided to start going to like KRQE, you know, uh, all the people who aren't going to tell them Jack squat, not a single thing. Okay. They've got nothing. I didn't know there was a tennis court there. I never saw that stuff. I did see the horse stables and everything, but I mean, it's a plethora of a number of different photos and mostly of the half of the ranch part where the help was, where they're baking the pies. And uh, then there are ones that are up there at the ranch itself. So, or excuse me, at the actual 33,333 square foot, place now this continues to be there so we'll see if my uh floor plans make it there along with my interview once it airs on german television unfortunately it doesn't look like i'm gonna get called as a quote-unquote witnesses uh witness uh, for all this so <clears throat> in the courtroom itself since we're not talking about this what they are focused on is trying to make sure that it was a mastermind because jeffrey epstein cannot be called right we had the hugh hefner angle he's making sure that you know, he's the guy who preyed upon even Ghislaine Maxwell. Right, she was a victim. Oh, she, uh, she was, she was victim number one. Sure, yeah, number one. So Judge Allison Nathan allowed pictures of Palm Beach photographs to come in, but he only allowed two. There were so many more photographs that were there, and these were the telltale. When I spoke to the witnesses out of Zora Ranch, it was like, what was in those photos? Who was he posing with? What did they look like? Okay. Now the pictures, many of them were very famous people with prepubescent women, girls, okay? All right? Yeah. This judge decided to exclude all of those photographs. 
Prosecutors failed to lay a proper foundation as how to photographs taken in 2019 were relevant to crimes committed 25 years earlier. They couldn't do that. They had police photographs that were taken at the St. James Island. They admitted those. What are we going to do with those? They're right. You had to go back and find the old photographs. My photographs were from 2004. There were other photographs were 1997, 1999. Okay. So. Elaine Maxwell, her defense. In the predatory world of Jeffrey Epstein. By portraying him as a charismatic individual, what they have attempted to do is throw everything that Ghislaine was responsible for under the rug. Everything. Okay. She is the one who had the expert helicopter flying license. Okay. She knew how to do that. She knew how to fly helicopters. She was the one that would fly people from place to place, Santa Fe airport uh, directly to Zorro ranch. By the way, that's how they got to Zorro ranch from the, uh, there was helicopters. It wasn't, uh, they never used a landing strip just so you know. Okay. I know they talk about a landing strip that was never used. They always used the helicopter and landed over at the, the ranch itself. Okay. Now, the other thing that they continue doing is they're confusing the jury by going back to Trump from the airline or excuse me, Vesovsky, uh, the private pilot for Jeffrey Epstein. Vesovsky has led them sort of on a wild goose chase by bringing up Donald Trump more than he's brought up Bill Clinton, Dershowitz, and all the other people who are actually on the flight logs. I want to say something that at no point, at no time, because he's a private pilot, was Donald Trump ever listed on any of the flight logs, okay? I would also say, unfortunately, that Bill Clinton is never listed on a single flight log, on a single flight manifest from anywhere going to St. James Island, which a lot of you have stated that, oh, yes, and even on myself, right? He took 26 different flights. Well, they're to Asia, they're to Africa, they're to Europe, and they're in or on the purpose for the Clinton Foundation when they were basically just, you know, trying to raise money. Now, before I uh, get to the rest of this, okay, because we're going to get to some weird pictures, so you know the latest of the information that, that's coming out. We're going to check on weather and traffic very quickly. Rudy Grande, go ahead. All right, as we put things together, we notice the weather's starting to cool off kind of considerably as the sun pretty much has set. We're at 48 degrees pretty much across town right now, and they did clear the accident on Paseo del Norte westbound. It was uh, right there between uh, Eagle Ranch and Golf Club, Golf Course. While it's gone, so are the speeds. It's just been murder all the way back, all the way from I-25. Yes, tonight use Alameda, though that's really slow. I get it, from second into Corrales, but it's still a much easier trip into uh, Rio Rancho. If you're on I-25 southbound, look at that thing. That's just getting worse by the minute. No accidents, but it's stopped up right there from uh, Paseo del Norte all the way uh, to about Comanche. And if you're on I-40, you already are feeling a very slow drive. Carlisle crossing the big eye all the way over to Coors Boulevard. We're at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Pam, what do you got? Hey, Rudy. Well, I wanted to make sure that people knew that we were looking for non-skilled workers. So you don't have to have a nursing degree to come work for us. All I need is someone with a caring heart who wants to make someone else's life just a little bit better. All right. Call Amazing Grace. That sounds like a good plan. Homecare.theplaceilike.com. 
We're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock of Talk. All right, next weather check, uh, weather traffic at 530, and then, of course, Murder Mike. Okay, so, uh, by the way, we are on the air. Someone's texting me that we're off the air. I have a radio right here, and I can listen anytime, uh, not to mention uh, online as well, at abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. Okay, so finally, and this is the stuff that happened yesterday. <laughs> One of Ghislaine Maxwell's accusers claims that she saw a photo of Ghislaine nude and pregnant. This is totally out of every single realm of anything that we were going to go. Like, it's turned into a circus, and no one's paying attention. First, they're not talking about the real subject, which, of course, are the victims of all this. Okay, And this last victim here, only her first name, Carolyn, asked by defense attorneys at Maxwell's sex trafficking trial about statements she previously made to prosecutors. One of your memories about Ms. Maxwell is that you claim that you saw a photograph of her in Epstein's house pregnant, correct? Nude and pregnant, laying on the, well, Carolyn began to respond, at which point this guy, the attorney, immediately interjected, and pregnant. Yes, there was multiple pictures, nude photos, Carolyn replied. Now, in scrolling through this, and you can find this at uh, New York Post, what we do see are foot massages of Jeffrey Epstein by Ghislaine Maxwell. We see that, okay? Then you do see some other interesting photos as well, including... One of Jeffrey Epstein's left hand with his pinky ring in a covering, holding her stomach as if she's pregnant. It is It is distinctly it's suggestive of that. Very. It, it, it could only be. And the look on their face would also suggest the very same thing, would it not? Yeah, they're beaming. Yeah, it, it is. They're very happy. She's pregnant. Da, 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 da. Like the first one of our science experiments that we've been talking to everybody at the Santa Fe Institute about is on its way. And it's, and it's quite obvious from both Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell that they are in love. There's, it, you couldn't argue that these two people weren't like crazy madly in love with each other. I mean, the pictures, it really does the three, look that way. rubbing, rubbing feet, holding each other like tight embrace, like completely and totally loving each other. And then the bottom one with one with her definitely pregnant. And not looking all that attractive, I, I might say, right? As uh, pregnant, uh, the traditional uh, glow is not there. <laughs> as pregnant people often often do. Okay, so it, here it goes. The same image was then showed by the defense attorneys to another witness, Epstein, David Rogers, pilot in court, another secondary pilot in court on Wednesday. Rogers said the photo was of pregnant Eva Anderson Dublin, a former Miss Sweden and ex-girlfriend's Epstein. Guess what? Sustained. Brought it in. Didn't matter. They were able to pawn that off as if she was not pregnant, which completely and totally destroys Carolyn, the anonymous. Uh, she's by, what, 45, I would imagine, 45, 50 by, by this point. Maxwell's defense team asked a previous witness if he had ever seen alleged Madam Pregnant, including Mr. Vysalski, okay, that interacted with Maxwell for 15 years from the 90s to the mid-2000s, and he said, I've never known her to be pregnant. Delane never appeared to you to be pregnant, did she? No, not at all. But we definitely saw Donald Trump. You have obvious pictures of Ghislaine Maxwell, obviously pregnant, okay, from, from the looks of every picture, very much in love. And you get one witness's victim's testimony completely and totally thrown out. This is one of the reasons why we don't see this going in any positive direction. So Carolyn went back to the stand. She told the jury how she was introduced by, to Epstein and Maxwell at the dead sex offenders Palm Beach home in the early 2000s. Now listen to this. And all this gets thrown out because now 
they brought up something which is totally on the periphery, whether or not Ghislaine Maxwell is pregnant. It has nothing to do with anything, but it, it, they, they were able to negate it. She testified that Epstein's abused her so-called massage sessions over 100 times at the estate over the next few years until she turned 18 and realized she was, quote-unquote, too old for the creep. Witness who broke down several times while testifying, crying. We've heard this. In fact, the um, any farmer, you know, that she is um, not doing well health-wise. All of these people, all these people have gone through serious health scares. No one's that good of an actor. Yeah, they, I mean, all it, of it, these, it's... all these people, all these victims have gone through serious health scares, cancers, heart uh, problems, uh, severe depression, drug abuse alcohol abuse, like all of these are real ailments of these. If you, you just you pay attention. This particular woman said she eventually became addicted to cocaine and pain pills during the years she was at Epstein's house and thereafter. She says, my soul is broken and so is my heart as a result of Maxwell's alleged actions. So for any of you who are looking at uh, any sort of justice by Ghislaine Maxwell going on trial, the prosecution has been weak. So weak, uh, they hired James Comey's daughter to go ahead and lead this prosecution. And they're letting this turn into a complete and total circus, not focused on the real problem, which, of course, Dowd, as you know, are the are the victims. Mm -hmm. I don't think you had any faith in, in any of this from the beginning anyhow. Did you, Dowd? I doubt any of our audience members did as well. Nobody thought anything was going to come in. There's nothing in it. No, no justice going to come to a ranch. No. It's... We can sit here and contend that we know what happened or there's victims or... Everyone who went in didn't come out, or we can have a, a grand jury. Like, this is how you know there is no justice. These people will get away with literally everything. At least rape, and possibly maybe even murder. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and text in. Back after a quick break, 522, back to read your text messages, straight into traffic, and then straight into Murder Mike after a four-minute break. commercial real estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S. 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. When you suffer a personal injury in a crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. 
Semi-truck crashes can cause severe, long-term injuries. Caruso Lofts is rated among the best attorneys representing victims of semi-truck accidents with recent jury verdicts of $6 and $8 million. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. The Medicare annual enrollment period is now open. You can save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the all-new Medicare options just released before the December 7th deadline. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? the last five. Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tamriel Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tamriel, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say pancakes? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place for whole wheat, apple cinnamon, and raspberry granola pancakes, and more. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer. Get yours right now at sunny.theplaceilike.com. When you're a stranger, faces look ugly. When you're alone, women seem wicked. When you're unwanted, streets are uneven. When you're down, when you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange, people are strange. Native, uh, or what? I don't know. You know, he lived here for a while up on uh, was it Candelaria, Candelaria in Louisiana, I think, where his uh, nearest crossroads is. 
his father, Pater, was the uh, commander. Big, big the, wig in the Navy. Yeah, of the, uh, and somehow he ended up here at Kirtland Air Force Base and uh, had some time. His house is still up uh, on this day back in 67. Uh, what year did he die? Did he, did he die in 68? Oh, let me check. I thought it was uh, early 70s. Yeah, he was arrested at a concert by the Doors in New Haven. Uh, he, this was in your neck of the woods, Connecticut, uh, yes, after indeed. a police officer found him backstage with a young girl. And then I guess they sprayed him with mace. Get off the young girl. <laughs> I think <laughs> I would keep thinking of that risky business, uh, scene, right? When, uh, Tom, uh, Tom, uh, oh. uh, uh Tom Cruise is like, get off the girl. <laughs> Uh, it was the first time a famous musician was arrested in the middle of a performance. They just pulled him off. There mm-hmm. it is. Uh, New Haven did not get uh, did not get the full. That's the old school New the, Haven, the not, full, not current New Haven. Uh, even though the the girl did get the full money, New Haven did not. <laughs> uh, he uh, passed away on July third, nineteen seventy one. Oh, seventy one. Bloated and drunk. <laughs> bloated, bloated. Uh, speaking of bloated, what about uh, Blagoya Blavodovich? Blagojevich. <laughs> Illinois governor back in 08 was arrested by federal officials uh, for several crimes, including attempting to sell U.S. Senate seat being vacated by President Barack Obama. <laughs> the feds were listening, Blago. You can't do that when the feds are listening. Jeez. Oh, good stuff. We'll get to our top five, uh, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Donnie Osmond. I know you still think of him as that shiny teenage boy. He's 64. But there it is. Uh, is, is. Is Marie his twin, his fraternal twin? They're twins, right? That's a really good question. I, I don't, don't know. Ever... They're just brother and sister. They they came okay. out at they they shoot out of the uh, shoot out of the Utah environs at the same time from the canyons of anyway. We don't need to go into that. Uh, let me read your text messages. I did relate together. Yeah, how is it not her? Okay, so he's born Birthday. in '57. She's uh, older, younger. I, they, I, mean, I know they were the number one act in Vegas. I remember hearing, and then my brother-in-law last time we were in Vegas said, "Yes, 1979, 1980, 1981." <laughs> that was a nasty thing to say. She was born in '59, so two years younger than Donnie. Oh, okay, there it is. Uh, my parents are giving me a hard time because it's it's their age. <laughs> Relax, Donnie's the uh, same age as my mother. Donnie could be my daddy. Remember when he was the unknown artist? Remember Soldier of Love? They, they wouldn't say who it was because they thought no record. No, no stations would play it. Remember? I don't, I the don't. Soldier of Love. I'm yes. not that old. No, this happened in the 80s, late 80s. Oh, yeah? Donnie came out with a song, Soldier of Love, but they wouldn't they wouldn't reveal it was him because they thought no one would take the song seriously. So they, they were writing it for somebody else? Uh, I got it here on the on the Wikipedia. Okay, Donnie Osmond's song, 89. I was right about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, top 30 hit in the UK in 88. Oh, I remember The track this. was not initially yeah. released in the US as Osmond did not have a record deal there. However, a cassette of the song from a British import was sent by an Osmond fan to Jessica Ettinger, the acting program director and music director at ABC's WPLJ. That's in New York. It's huge. Right. Ettinger liked the song, but was concerned that Osmond, a former child star, wouldn't be accepted by the current pop audience. Okay. Uh, believing that the song to be a hit, uh, upended the top 40 music uh, and radio industry by giving it a slot on her playlist. He was not only unsigned by any record label in the U.S., but the song itself was unavailable for purchase in the U.S. To give it a chance, she created a mystery artist promotion, put the song in rotation, and kept listeners guessing, guessing who the artist was for several weeks. Eventually, right. she had her, uh, she revealed the song was by Donnie Osmond, who appeared live on the air at the same time. He's a soldier of love. I am willing to fight because right, I'm a soldier of love. Every picture tells a story. Won't you listen to my... So late, 80s. So hard to find. 
Yeah, yeah, there it is. I know the song. I swear, that's the Millie Vanilli uh, track. <laughs> yeah, that is, is, a, is that not Millie Vanilli in there? If you Google 1989, that song just automatically <laughs> they, they dropped that track for like 12 different hits. Like You guys are all <laughs> literally listening to the same exact song all the way through. There you go. All right, it is time to put things together, starting with the weather. 47 degrees across town. Sun has set, and it's going to get kind of cold tonight into the 30s, so kind of get ready for that. Boy, I tell you. The one bad apple right now is going to be I-40 westbound. It's uh, loading up right there about Washington. I know that's not a, that's, that's an overhang over you, but, boy, that's where the red lights come on. And it's stop and go all the way to Coors Boulevard. But at least accident-free. Told you that they did clear the accident on Paseo del Norte uh, beyond Coors Boulevard there, uh, right past Eagle Ranch. Uh, but still, traffic has just not recovered at all. It's backed up onto the uh, flyover from uh, 25 north to Paseo del Norte West. And if you're south on I-25, right there is where you're going to stop uh, with, or you're going to start seeing brake lights uh, from, uh, looks like Paseo del Norte all the way still to Montgomery. All right, we are out at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Hi there, this is Layden with Amazing uh, Grace Personal Care Services. Uh, we are looking for any caregivers in the area, whether it is you wanting just flexible hours or if you have uh, loved ones that you know are needing care for, uh, we encourage you, come on down, uh, feel free. We will try and, of course, help get you uh, situated so then you can get paid for taking care of those you love. Not a bad idea. All right, if you'd like to find out about that, just go to homecare.theplacelike.com. With that, we're up to date. Now we dive back into the rock and talk. All right, let's uh, go into the danger zone, a.k.a. Albuquerque 2021. I don't know. Just uh, feel like I'm introducing uh, the guy who's going to go dance on stage first. We're going to throw uh, dollar dollar bills, y'all, at uh, Murder Mike here for the the latest stats going on in the last 24 hours. We're at 122, folks. Not good. Not good. Got to flame out, Mav. Engine one is out. Engine two is. Goose, when is that movie? When is that movie ever going to? When is that movie Only ever going to? delay out? at this point. You know, yeah. Are they, they going to delay it for another two oh, years? God. Is it the? Is, Every time I look, it's delayed more. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's now next uh, summer, right? I was waiting for it. It was supposed to come out on November, uh, I think, eighteenth or something like that. I was all geared up. I mean, I I went and got my flat top on. I got my uh, my aviator glasses. Uh, those Ray-Bans, right, the gold shield, you know, round. I was starting to chew gum, ride my uh, crotch rocket, and I was I was ready to go. I was all geared up. I wanted to see what okay, Bell... here's the difference. It yeah. was originally intended to be released. This is unbelievable. 2019, I mean, right? 2019. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was originally scheduled for release July 12th, 2019. Its current release date is May 27th, 2022. Almost three years now. <laughs> we there want we our are. Maverick. I want Maverick, you. Anyway, go ahead, uh, Murder Mike. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm telling you, Eddie, you played the greatest songs that I grew up with. You know, you really uh, bring back some memories. Some good, some not so good, but memories just the same. So uh, I love it. It's, well, all, it's, all, it's, it's all heartbreak and it's all real, Murder Mike. Don't worry. I loved it. I tell you, I wouldn't trade my uh, childhood for anything in the world. It was, I grew up in the 60s. I was a product of the 60s, and there was nothing like it. There'll, there'll never be anything like it again. Woodstock will live forever. We begin this afternoon's report with yet another homicide. This one occurred on Albuquerque's west side 
At 2 a.m. this morning, APD responded to reports of shots fired and a fight in progress in the area of Port and Blue Water Northwest. Upon arrival to the scene, they found one person who had been shot and two other individuals seriously wounded. The first shooting victim was pronounced dead at the scene. The remaining two victims suffered various non-life-threatening injuries and were transported to UNMH Hospital. One person was detained for questioning. It's unclear if there were any other suspects outstanding. And as you said, this makes homicide number 122. And this time last year, APD had investigated 73 homicides. So I guess we're up there. At the same time, APD and BCSO responded to reports of shots fired in the area of 2nd Street and Woodward. Now, this is horrible. When the first SO unit arrived on scene, he observed an Hispanic male with a gun to his head. As the officer began to exit his vehicle to negotiate with the individual, he pulled the trigger, committing suicide in front of the officer. Minutes later, a second individual at a separate location did the exact same thing, also shooting himself in the head. However, he was transported to UNMH Hospital as he still had a radial pulse with labored breathing. It was later learned that he was the brother of the first victim. And also last night, the stabbing occurred at a Northeast Heights library on Wonderboa near Comanche. There is no word on the victim's condition, and APD officers began canvassing the neighborhood looking for the suspect, as well as they began to examine a maroon Toyota believed to be involved somehow. Additionally, Mexico State Police reported shots being fired at them at BAM. Shots were fired at the state police while traveling northbound on I-25 in the area of Candelaria. The offending vehicle was described as a silver minivan last seen exiting at Alameda where he lost officers. The statewide bullet went out to all law enforcement agencies, and there is no further information available at this time. At 2.08 a.m., APD was dispatched to the area of 8th and Cole to reference another shooting. It's unclear if this was a drive-by shooting or if it was self-inflicted, as there was much confusion at the scene when witnesses were questioned. The victim was transported to Greenway's Hospital. He was conscious and breathing. And last night's stats. There was a total of four down-and-out individuals believed to be intoxicated requiring EMS intervention. Also, three disturbance calls were reported to police, eight shots fired calls, six domestic disputes, one vandalism to a vehicle, and one site call. Additionally, there were three stolen cars reported, one drunk driver arrested, six drug overdoses, non-life-threatening, as well as seven assaults. Five disturbance calls and one dumpster fire that one was located in the rear of the Smiths at Coors and Central. And as previously mentioned, there were six, six shootings, two of which were self-inflicted and one stabbing. Now, on the liner side, tickets go on sale Saturday morning for the annual Christmas Eve Luminati Tour in the Old Town and Country Club area. Due to the pandemic, they were, they were unable to have it last year, but in recent years, tickets for the tour were sold out within minutes. So get in line, go online and get yours fast before they're sold out. Now, in tomorrow's report, we're going to be taking a closer look at the tiny homes that were built for the homeless and where that's at, and the increasing drug overdose problem. Fentanyl and an all-new fentanyl is on the streets that's hitting the streets and its deadly effects. So that's a quick sampling of events from last night. I actually, I turned the radios off at 3 a.m. I just had to stop. <laughs> it was, I had to get some sleep. So that's a look at what happened last night. Eddie and Dallas, 
Back to you, gentlemen. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, good stuff. That was a really good report. Although uh, uh, Murder Mike is starting to stretch it out into other areas. Yeah, and, and, and teasing uh, pre- tomorrow's content. <laughs> Tell oh. you what, when you're harder and harder on people, they just do better and better. <laughs> I don't know. It just something about that. Uh, back after a quick break, we'll check on uh, weather and traffic as soon as we return at uh, 545 here in Nikiva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in here on AMC Center KIVA, ABQ.FM. I'll call you on the telephone, baby. i give you a ring. But each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky-dokey until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York in Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carry CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Manal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Chris Napier here with Lone Depot. 
the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. talking about uh, Dr. Burks and uh, Fauci on that one. Uh, Thomas Dolby, that's not a song that you try to uh, sing, by the way, so I generally don't try to sing that song. We'll check on weather and traffic exactly at uh, 545 right here in Nikiva. We'll do our traffics at 1530 and 45. I'm getting a lot of people. Once we brought traffic back, they're like, they want it exactly at the same time, so we'll do it for okay. No problem. All right, and as we put things together, we see that it's already cooling down considerably about uh, uh, 35 overnight, they tell us. And tomorrow we should head up back into the 50s. Right now it is 45 exactly outside across Albuquerque. Still suffering really bad on I-40. The westbound trip, just nothing but brake lights from now San Mateo, pretty much across uh, I, uh, the big eye, all the way to Coors Boulevard. Not a lot of fun south uh, 25 either. You're still from Paseo del Norte all the way to Montano. You're um, under speed, about 35 miles an hour the whole way. And you know what? Paseo del Norte has never recovered from that accident earlier. You're finding the traffic slow still from the I-25 over to Coors Boulevard. And we're at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Hi there. This is Layton with Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. If you're looking for a flexible job or just something to at least give you a little bit of extra money for that holiday season, come on down. We're more than happy to go ahead and uh, work with whatever hours you need. We have lots of members that are just needing. Rudy. We lost Rudy halfway through it. No. Yeah, Rudy just, uh, Rudy faded. So I don't know where he went, but uh, there you go. By the way, uh, University of New Mexico Lobos taking on the University of Denver, uh, resuming their season, uh, I guess, rivalry. They had a rivalry at some point. My dad used to sell programs over at the, the pit at the University oh, wow. of New Mexico. Oh, there you are. All right, uh, you want to try, you want to wrap that up there, Rudy? I'm not sure what, what button you hit there. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but okay, so you're helping people with meal prep and laundering all kinds of things, and they can name their hours? Absolutely. There's oh. something that they get to negotiate with every uh, member that we have here, so we definitely want to try and, of course, make everything as flexible as possible for you guys. All right, Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. You can get a hold of them by going to homecare.theplacealike.com. All right, with that, we're up to date. Now we dive back into the rock of time. All right, good. Way to rally there, Rudy. There we go. So 15.30, and we'll do the the weather there for Rudy. So that was the last uh, weather check for the day. Have a good night, everybody uh, out there at Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. I think they've been on the radio station uh, five years, I think is what good we're looking at. Yeah. University, uh, yeah, and uh, two teams haven't played since 1970. Uh, Lobos are favored by 12, but they're five and four. Uh, again, I want to reiterate to all of you, they are going to be, they have the mass Nazis. they got about 25 people that are out there. They're going to be pointing at you and all that. If you none of you wear your masks out there, they can't throw you all in the in the in the clinka, right? Is it the the clinka? <laughs> so uh, there you go. So we'll see what uh, the University of New Mexico. They have two players, uh, by the way. I'd love to go to the University of New Mexico Lobo game, but I uh, I refuse as long as we're going to be doing this 
masking, and then I'm a public figure and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. So Jamal Mashburn uh, is averaging 21 points a game. Yeah, the son of the famous University of Kentucky player. So that's what you get. And then Jalen House is uh, averaging 18.8 points. Uh, Javante Johnson and Jethro Muscadin. Uh, yeah, more, is he hailing from, uh, I don't know where Jethro Not Jethro Mus- Bodine. No, I don't know where a Muscadin would uh, hail from, but uh, there you go. They've got some size, and looks like it's going to be uh, a good uh, a game, and it should be a win tonight uh, for the University Denver of Denver University, you say? Uh, DU, the DU. I don't know. I don't Depleted know. uranium. Yeah. Uh, what did... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. What, hey, all sorts of nerding out uh, <laughs> here in the Kiva. All right, so more stuff. Uh, let's get to it, uh, shall we? Uh, some, um, <clears throat> excuse me, New Mexico politics. So Michelle Lujan Grisham is spending federal funds like uh, she's buying Wagyu beef and some whiskey, right? Or is it tequila? Or What did she buy? What does she drink? I don't ever know what she's drinking up there. Uh, she uh, paid a $269,000 invoice. $269,000 invoice. So Tim Eichenberg, I'm not sure why Joe Monahan likes to reference people's age, but he certainly likes to do it. He's an attorney for the state uh, treasurer. He's 70 years young, uh, by the way. And according to uh, Linda Bennett, who's uh, with State Treasurer Tim Eikenberg's office, says it violates the New Mexico Supreme Court's order and writ. Okay, This was written in an email to Holly Agajanan, okay? the governor's chief general counsel. By 3 p.m. tomorrow, I expect the money to be returned to the account and receive an explanation as to why this is not a violation of the Supreme Court's clear and unambiguous order of writ. Now, what's really interesting is the tone. It sounds like, does it not sound just like exactly like I said it? Mm. By If someone starts out something like pounding their finger on the desk and say, <laughs> by 3 p.m. tomorrow, I, like, do you realize who you're talking? You're talking to the governor of the state of New Mexico. Where did her power out? Tim Eikenberg, uh, he's Democrat. a Democrat. Yeah. The Supreme Court the P- in our state is liberal. I mean, she's her own people she's repeatedly losing to. The PRC, the PRC, literally is like you kick us out of our building, we kick you out of the, uh, <laughs> we kick you out of the avenue. Whatever you want uh, from us, you DOA yeah. from now on. Like, this is uh, this is the sweet revenge by the PRC. Okay? People hate her. <laughs> they literally hate her. They hate her. But you know the thing is, is uh, she's good. She's got lots of money. She she's does. got plenty of PR stuff. But uh, we'll see what ends up happening in all this. It depends. And I believe that there's going to be another gubernatorial candidate who's going to be jumping in. I just hear these rumors, you know, things just come to me. Like that guy in Heat who's like, oh, the information's just out there. You just got to just gotta grab it. I don't know. Like, how do you know what this, how do you know what the score is? 7.1, 7.2. That's creepy. Tom somebody. What's his name? Tom Stop. Uh, is that the weird actor, weird actor the tall blonde, yeah. tall bald guy? Yeah, yeah, crazy. tall bald. Uh, it's out yeah, there. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it comes to you. It's kind of how to grab it. So, so yeah, here we are. Yeah, the movie is 22 years old. Uh, yeah, no longer than oh, that. It's 27 years old. Yeah. There you go. Chino um, and De Niro, first scene ever. Uh, I think last scene ever, right? Too. Uh, no, they were in a movie I think called Righteous Kill. And yeah, they were in a lot of scenes together. Uh, one, yeah. A movie that I did, definitely did not watch. So <clears throat> there you go. That's the attitude against. Uh, the uh, the head cheese, the fourth floor queen, the tiny tyrant, uh, as you refer to her as Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. There we go. <laughs> so we got all the names for her. So maybe this is starting to pick up. I know a lot of people listen to us. I know a lot of people are influenced by what we say, but I think like some of this is, you know, catching on here. Now, <clears throat> other things that are happening in New Mexico politics, lawmakers are pushing now for more gun penalties. Now, on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal, 
just sort of piecing this stuff together. It, it, it's annoying. Okay. We've seen the BCSO deputies fatally shoot man. Okay. That's front page news. Okay. What do we expect? We expect our BCSO deputies and our Albuquerque police department to, to actually have to use their guns and have to stop. I mean, crime is bad, right? As far as breaking the homicide record in the city, we are number one in the country. We broke it back in the middle of August. Middle of August, we broke the uh, homicide record, okay? Earliest ever in the entire United States this year alone. Okay, so let's, let's take this a step further. Now you've got the ACLU, based upon my analysis two days ago, where we broke down what was happening. The guy was waving an AR-15 in the air. They asked him to drop the gun, drop the weapon. He yells, no, no, and the kid gets shot. And he's waving it in the air, and he's literally running towards two other officers, okay? Now, it's dangerous out there on the streets. You know this. I know this. We all know this. you got to protect yourself. So let's start to play this out. Whether you can or can't have a gun, whether you can or can't defend yourself, uh, is it guns that are a problem, or is it mentally deranged lunatics who are on meth? Fentanyl, I don't think fentanyl does this, but, you know, uh, other types of drugs that get these guys going. We're in a KOB tonight. Uh, parents of a teenager, this is a few days ago, accused in the Michigan school shooting are now in jail. James and Jennifer Crumbly have pleaded not guilty of involuntary manslaughter charges. 15-year-old son reportedly killed four classmates with a gun. Police say his father bought days earlier. It's rare for parents to face charges in these situations, blah, blah, blah. Now, before we jump into the New Mexico analysis part, one thing that immediately comes to mind is the age of the kid that got shot in the back. And should his parents be responsible for what happening instead of the ACLU turning around and suing BCSO? Why is that not being investigated? How did he get the gun? Did it belong to him? How did he acquire it? Was he of age? We know that he has a sealed juvenile, sealed juvenile record, right? Why is that sealed? Why, why don't we know more about this kind of stuff? Because if we go, we look at the Michigan laws, we'd say, okay, well, BCSO shot him. Kid didn't know what he was doing. Who do we hold responsible? The BCSO police officer or the parents of this kid? We have yet to hear who the parents of this child is. Based upon this uh, broadcast right now, I'm sure now there's going to be a look at that. There we go. New bills coming through for the New Mexico lawmakers based upon exactly what happened in Michigan. They're continuing to push for New Mexico to add a penalty just like Michigan. Michigan can't. They can't open. New Mexico can't open. So <clears throat> multiple school shootings in New Mexico throughout the country are driving this. And then you've got State Senator Daniel, Daniel Ivy Soto, who is amongst many Democrats who want to pass the child access prevention law. You know what I'm thinking of next? The Washington school shooting. The middle school shooting. Are we going to be able to hold his father, who had a significantly long rap sheet, responsible for that? I would think so. I would think so. But maybe not, because this is why they're having to propose this stuff. How did he get it? Who's the only one we can try him as juvenile? No, try his parents. Or the history of all that, right? Guns don't kill people. Crazy pathological families kill people who don't take care of their children. Other New Mexico news that that's out there. Food for thought. You're welcome to go ahead and text. And oh, you guys got a lot of uh, texts coming in. Well, uh, I just Eddie, sure, sure, throw, throw my two cents. I mean, I, I, I it's very. I understand the uh, the notion of gun 
safety and gun security. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a very dangerous city. Uh, <laughs> as I say, I live in a dangerous part of Albuquerque called Albuquerque. It seems to me a lot of the people pushing this, you know, parent responsibility, they're sort of couching it in conservative terms, but it's the same people who are also big time gun grabbers in every other respect too. And it's, it's difficult. I live alone. My Glock is with me most of the time, wherever I'm sitting or working in my apartment. Uh, it gets more complicated when there are other people in the house. But of course, this whole notion of trigger locks and gun safe, gun safes and all this kind of stuff. If you live in a dangerous place, you need easy access to your gun. It's not as, it's not as simple as just you need to, you know, you should be in total control of your gun at all times and we can just, you know, blame the parents for this. A lot of these kids are committing these crimes. I mean, if you're 15, 16, 17, you're very close to a grown, right. a grown ass man, you know, That's and, and I, uh, and of course there are, you kids can get guns and, you know, teenagers can get guns in other ways too. So, um, I'm all for holding a parent responsible, but we're in this kind of, gray area here uh and i think we need to be extremely careful about moving forward with this kind of legislation because it's all too easy uh to blame you know the parents at some point you know if you're if you're old enough what's the average age of losing your virginity in this country is 15 now you know adulthood comes on a lot quicker uh i think than it did in 1953 i could have done that without today i think i read that somewhere so uh it it just i'm i yes i always i always think parents should be uh, held responsible but when you're a trans when when your when your child is transitioning to adulthood, which is what the teen years are all about, I think we've just got to be very careful about just very you know quickly deciding that it's the parent's fault. So I'm uh, I'm not completely on board with this, and and also always look at the people who are pushing this. These are the people who also want to impose all sorts of other gun control measures. So um, red flag, folks. Uh, to, well, not to be well, as ironically, as, uh, as long as we don't touch the guns, and I would say I would go so far as to say. This, since we've already done the red flag stuff, I think we just need to just try to move every single red flag law at, that we can, you know, point after point after point. I would say this, though, if I don't know, is, is there a legal age? I actually don't know this. Is there a legal age to acquire a firearm? Hmm. Is it 18? Is it 16? Do you know is when? Very by state. I don't know what, what it is. Whatever the legal age to acquire a firearm, if a child should get it under that age and they know that that particular uh, uh weapon is traced directly to you meaning your gun your rifle your whatever you happen to have it ends up and you kill somebody then it's the same as you being responsible uh for the shooting i think what that's fair enough to say in yeah. that delineation uh, alcohol tobacco and firearms official website uh, yes. shotguns rifles and ammunition for shotguns and rifles may be sold only to individuals 18 years of age okay or older uh let's so see all firearms other than shotguns and rifles and all ammunition other than ammunition for shotguns and rifles may be sold only to individuals 21 years of age or older. Mm, so there it is. There's a delineation is uh, 18 or 20. This is ATF federal, so that means yeah, every state. So there we go. I would, I would say 18. Just make it a national law. If your child under the age of 18 if has your gun and commits an act, then you're directly responsible. I think that's easy, simple, straightforward. Yeah, it's a just, clear line of demarcation. Yeah, but don't, not at, not one other law beyond that. Uh, just, we got a lot of laws. Yeah, we right got now. way too many. All right, back up to the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva. AM 
is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Senate is moving forward on a compromise bill that would raise the federal debt limit. A key procedural vote pushed the measure toward a final vote. The tally was 64 to 36. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned about a government default by the middle of next week without a hike in the debt limit. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer without proof telling senators a default could be catastrophic for the economy. Jesse Smollett has been found guilty of staging his own hate crime in Chicago. The former Empire actor claimed he was attacked in January 2019 by two men yelling racist and anti-gay remarks wearing MAGA hats. He faces up to three years in prison, but most legal experts say it's more likely he will be placed on probation. You're listening to USA Radio News. Folks, you know how cancel culture has affected Michael Lindell. Well, my pillow may have gotten canceled out of retail stores, but you can save big just in time for Christmas at MyPillow.com. The classic standard size MyPillow that sold in stores for almost 70 bucks is on sale for Christmas for just $19.98. Standard size, $19.98, queen and king size, slightly higher. But only if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, get a MyPillow for that special person in your life. You also get a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow anywhere. Uh, save big on anything on the MyPillow website, but only if you use my promo code USA. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs. Get the best price ever on a MyPillow and do your Christmas shopping at MyPillow.com. Promo code USA or call one 800 951-8175. Merry Christmas. The nation's top political leaders are remembering the late Senate Majority Leader Bob Dole. His body is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. President Biden calling Dole a hero of American democracy. Dole passed away this weekend at the age of 98. Senate Minority Leader and Kentucky Republican Senator Mitch McConnell recalls Dole's wit when the GOP won the majority in the Senate in the 1990s. Bob described his Senate management challenges with his trademark wit. If I'd known, he said, we were going to win control of the Senate, we'd have run better candidates. A federal appeals court is rejecting former President Trump's attempt to block the release of documents related to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The House committee investigating the attack has subpoenaed the records from the archive of Trump's White House. The former president claiming executive privilege, but the court rejected that plea. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The coronavirus pandemic is keeping another great fundraiser virtual this year. 
Gary Sinise Foundation Snowball Express serves the children and surviving spouses of fallen military heroes. They are committed to support that holds space to honor their fallen heroes while also helping create new memories as they move forward. Mr. Sinise on Fox News Thursday morning says Snowball Express is going virtual again this year. We prepare this day-long event with lots of things going on. Big opening that actually was shot at, at Disney. What's so special about Snowball Express is that you have all these Gold Star families from all over the country, uh, and they come together as one big giant family. They all, all the kids see that they're not alone in, in what they're going through. If you can help, GarySiniseFoundation.org. From the West Coast of USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pride. A woman is suing an Ohio school district after she says her child was forced to eat out of the trash can. She claims her nine-year-old daughter was forced to eat waffles that she had thrown away in front of her peers. The alleged incident happened on November 21st. The suit filed in federal court states the girl got sick from eating the food and suffered significant emotional distress. Two employees involved in the incident have been placed on paid leave. More news can be found by going to usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Airlines have just reduced... with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, commercial three-hour free, hour, commercial free, hour three, you and me and D-Dowd Muska, live on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Don't forget, you can download the app for rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. That uh, also means you're welcome to go ahead and call in on just about anything. We're going to talk about the Triple Vax D uh, from the north, bro. He and he got the COVID. I know it's all. As by the way, that's Wang Chung. Was Wang Chung doing every single Chinese food commercial in the eighties? <laughs> I think they were. How can, talk about cultural appropriation and total uh, offensiveness, mm. right? Uh, they were uh, formed back in London. They're not even, you know. Anyway, uh, Feldman Hughes, and it means I don't know if you knew this or not. Uh, you've always wanted to know what Wang Chung. My son uh, Sebastian, he's got his phone. Okay, his favorite thing to do because his 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 uh his best friend is Chinese, just so you know, and he wants to be like 
not <clears throat> not officially Chinese, but and so if you ask uh, his, uh, well, we'll just say for the sake of the kid, it goes by the first name Q. There's a whole other uh, letter uh, scramble sure. adopted that. And uh, and Sebastian asks, well, are you are you are you Chinese? And he says, no, I'm American. And so it's pretty cool because his uh, his kid is you know the parents' kids are great. And the kids go to a good school and all that kind of good stuff. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I don't know. San, uh, Sebastian is consistently going to Hey Siri. You know how you how do you say? Um, let's see. Let, let's just see. Um, <clears throat> Oh, I don't know what it says. Oh, see, it, my computer's answering me over here. So let's go. Um, I got to turn this off. Uh, hey, Siri, how do you say come dance with me in Chinese? In Mandarin Chinese, come dance with me is Lahu Yichi Tiao. There it is. Lahu Yichi Tiao. So you can okay. you find a China date. I don't know. But I probably offended somebody there. But no, there you go. Let's do Cantonese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So anyway, uh, this is happening like all the time. Him and Siri are, are getting along like, you know, swimmingly. You know, there's just this. But I found something absolutely amazing for I don't know if you know anything about languages and developmental abilities. But if a child is going to pick up a bunch of languages, when do they pick them up? They pick them up between the ages of three and eight. Yep. That's when they need to pick up their languages as much as possible. So immerse them. You want to do something good for your kids? Uh, stick them in uh, language immersion for the, because the, the chances that they'll be speaking some level of some other language uh, will only help them. And I think we'll be pretty good, uh, provided we are in a post-COVID world 100 years on. Uh, there you go. So right. Wang Chung, uh, the band, Feldman Hughes, and it means yellow bell. So, oh. Yellow bell. And I feel like... Uh, Alex Trebek. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's do a quick revamp uh, before we get to the uh, triple vax D up north. Uh, I think we have uh, a dot chat uh, dot chat backlog. We do. Me. We still have a couple of pieces. Yeah, we yeah. got a couple of pieces. Let's uh, put those uh, back up on there. It'll be a free for all, fun Friday, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, the dot chat backlog. Uh, let's uh, hit the budget bonanza first, and it is a. Uh, budget bonanza. We did talk a little bit about that uh, with the $26 billion, but what else you got? There? Yeah, I mean, we did, uh, I think it was yesterday's show, and we, we got into a little disaggregation of that big 22, 22 plus billion uh, that came in from the feds. But right now, even as we, we sit here, many of us ignorant about what's to come, I, I can give you a warning ahead of time. <clears throat> Legislative session begins, I believe it's in late January, okay. and uh, our bureaucrats, <clears throat> our public servants throughout the state government, and really at down to the local level too, they've already spent that big surplus that's uh, that's planned. They've spent it really? probably a couple times over. We're looking at about uh, the new number was a 1.6 billion dollar surplus. Now in in Santa Fe, it's called new money. So what they do is they take a look at the money that came in for the previous fiscal year, and then whatever. And usually more when economy grows, even in New Mexico, uh, whatever money uh, is in addition to what was spent last year, they call that, and I'm not kidding you, new money in Santa Fe. They never say, how can we give this back to taxpayers? Uh, although it may be a desert for re-election governor might be look, looking at something like that in 2022. But they refer to it as new money. And of course, the politicians and the bureaucrats, what do they do with all that new money? They spend it all. So I've been going through uh, just the last couple of weeks, the various agencies have been trotting up to Santa Fe or if they're already in Santa Fe, walking across the street and testifying before legislators in terms of what they want for their new budget uh, figures. And of course, they read the papers, too, our, our department heads, and they know about all that new money. So last week, I just did a little brief overview of what they're 
planning to ramp up in terms of spending. Uh, I don't believe I've encountered one department, one bureaucracy at the state level that is asking for less money uh, in the new budget budget negotiations. Uh, I start off with Spaceport America. Okay, just very quickly. Uh, they want two million, another two million over what they usually get, uh, because everything is ramping up there. So what, what, so what much. do they usually get? Well, let me give you the number. I just pulled it actually from their the uh, the this thing is a two twenty twenty fiscal year to show you how uh, inept they are at Spaceport America. This wonderful economic development driver uh, in the, in the twenty twenty fiscal year they charged five point five million dollars for the various sort of phony baloney companies that do business there, and their expenses that year were sixteen million. Uh, and again, they charged five point five million, and their expenses were sixteen million. I think sixteen million. Have they, more have than they 5. always 5. been? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Have they always been sixteen million? Yeah. yeah, in that vicinity. I think I've seen it as low as eleven or twelve. Uh, but sixteen was was I've seen fifteen. What so. are they spending a million dollars a month? Uh, they have a lot of employees down there doing one point four million. One point four million a month. <laughs> next to nothing. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, they are. Uh, but it's not just uh, it's not just the spaceport. It's the entire economic development uh, department. And they are asking for 11 new employees at EDD, Economic Development Department, uh, including a, three new full-time employees for a justice, justice, equity, diversity, ah, and inclusion office. There we go. There we go. The Jedi office yeah, at the Economic Development go. Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want $1.5 million for uh, business marketing for target industries. Never forget that when we talk about economic development, it's not broad-based economic development. You have to be in one of the targeted industries to get your subsidies. Uh, they want $10 million for the Outdoor Equity Fund. Apparently, our minority community in New Mexico is not getting outdoors enough. Uh, so that's $10 million for Outdoor Recreation Trails and the Outdoor Equity Fund. Uh, the Department of Information Technology, uh, oftentimes tech at the level of government, federal, state, local, is uh, abysmal. They want $8 million more. The Aging and Long-Term Services Department wants oh, a 22.6% yeah. increase. The Energy, Minerals, and Natural Resources Department wants more money for every single category. They broke it down by PowerPoint slide. Uh, for everything they do, climate change, state parks, uh, regulation, forestry, they want money for every single category. But this is New Mexico, and where do we spend the bulk of our money in government? Of course, schools uh, from your local little preschool all the way up to the university level. I'm going to give you uh, a number that's going to blow your mind. Just in the last couple of fiscal years, subsidies to K through 12 government unionized monopoly schools have increased by $750 million. Wow. And guess what they want for the kids, for the kids. Guess what they want for this one year increase. Another three hundred and seventy-one million that's for one-year increase. So that's one a one point one billion dollar. Oh yeah. Uh, the early childhood and education care department—that's a whole new bureaucracy. Uh, they're whining about all sorts of new expenses they have, so they need money for that. My favorite program that they want to fund with the early childhood education is uh, the farm to preschool program. We're going to be teaching our preschoolers to be uh, farmers in in New Mexico. That that that's a great idea. Uh, higher ed, of course, they want the free college package, uh, seventy-three million. They think it's going to cost. Once that uh, goes through uh, totally and the they're, they're flacking for the governor's uh, food, farm and hunger initiative. Okay. It's a 12 agency collaboration to address hunger and access to healthy food. Remember, it's not just food. It's healthy food for vulnerable New Mexicans, including, you guessed it, college students. I.e. Uh, moving on uh, to local government, Santa Fe, they, they, they publicized at, at a hearing recently their wish list from the state government. They want listen to this. 
11 million for the airport. Okay. 10 million for infrastructure improvements at the Midtown campus. That's the university they took over, you know, a couple of years ago. It had a couple of different names and now this, the city owns it. Uh, 3 million for a median beautification project. 9.4 million for a long gestating plan to construct a new fire station. And they're also supporting, quote, any initiative that would improve and expand, you guessed it, early childhood education and a bill to ensure the hold harmless payments are not eliminated. Now, that's the payments that have been made to local governments ever since the GRT was removed from groceries uh, a number of years ago. Uh, the New Mexico, I think it used to be called the New Mexico Association of Counties. Now it's just New Mexico counties. They want a fund of between 500 million, uh, 50 million to a uh, thousand million. I think they mean 100 million to help counties pay for, you guessed it, courthouse renovations um this is all your money ladies and gentlemen and the people in government want to spend every single penny not a lot of talk about giving a bulk, the bulk of this money back to the people and it has been my dream in, in almost of my 30-year career to work good fellas into something i've written and in this piece uh, available at rockoftalk.chat i quoted uh, maybe the best movie ever made Henry Hill, uh, you, of course, you know Ray Liotta as Henry Hill. Karen! <laughs> they never would have found it, Henry. By the time I grew up, there was $30 billion a year in cargo moving through Idlewild Airport, and believe me, we tried to steal every bit of it. That's kind of how bureaucrats look at the budget every year in Santa Fe. So uh, read it and weep. Uh, pay attention come January, folks, because they, they want to spend every single penny. $1.6 billion, folks. Extra, that's plus. extra. Yeah, yeah that's uh, beyond the uh, pale, plus all the... 20, and that does not include the $26 billion, uh, nope. that is coming in. So people need to understand that that is different. That comes directly from the coffers of taxation, gross receipts, all the rest of that well, stuff. And, and a lot of that money coming from the oil and gas sector, which is, has been rebounding. Yeah. Um, and we should be thanking them was, for all that it money. It was dead in, in March. Oh, Everything was dead. Absolutely. I mean, then we got to April. I think we were looking at negative $37 a barrel. That's right. Remember right. when that, yeah. that day happened? Right. We'll, we'll like, pay you to take it away from us. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell is going on? 550-5500. Uh, Dowd's going to load up for the death rays, I believe. Is, yes. that, is that what's up next? I Zap Heinrich and his uh, death rays. We'll yeah. get to that uh, momentarily. <laughs> Let me get to all of your uh, text messages. Apologize that. Yeah, Smollett, Juicy Smollett, found guilty. We'll get to that tomorrow. I have yet to kind of investigate it. I got to tell you, we already knew that all that stuff was going to happen anyhow. Just just further conf- confirming that America is an anti-homosexual, anti-black country. I yes. Mean, my God. That's, you know, uh, you should be allowed to lie to the cops and waste 3,000 man hours of law enforcement uh, and just get away with it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what it, what it was all about. <laughs> uh, is it time for some more uh, juicy Smollett jokes? Uh, do we have any juicy Smollett jokes? Uh, let's see. I, you know, it was really interesting. <clears throat> what was the guy's name? I'm trying to think. Oh, you, they can hear us in. Uh, wow. Everyone mis- makes mistakes. Don't beat yourself up. We had that one yesterday. Uh, let's see. We had some. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could just. I should have had them on the ready. How about remember Morton Downey Jr. and the skinheads who beat him up, and then they found out that that was that was that was fake. Too? Yeah, he, he put the swastika that. in the mirror at the airport backwards, so they figured out that he did it backwards and looking in the mirror. Yeah, uh, I miss Morton Downey Jr. Uh, have the Alec uh, Baldwin jokes come yet? Oh boy, I don't think they have. Uh, Keep talking, Alec. You're digging your own grave. Uh, Cuomo. I'm sure we're going to get the Cuomo. You know, two unemployed uh, people. There's so many stuff. Uh, yeah, Cuomo. Protecting a predator. Yeah, it's all right there. So anyway, I will have them loaded up for you tomorrow. So we'll get that uh, along with that. And let's not forget Kamala Harris 
was his biggest advocate. If I'm not mistaken, Kamala Harris was Juicy Smollett's uh, mm-hmm. biggest mm-hmm. advocate and all this. Now, now uh, her all her aides are literally like it's rats leaving the ship. It's horrible. Let me tell you how bad it is for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, Joe Biden, let's go, Brandon, is going to be on tomorrow night's uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, it is. just uh, the, the Hill just posted uh, he's on his way to late night television. He'll make his first appearance on late night TV since taking office. Jimmy Fallon, tomorrow Friday, 11.35 a, uh, p.m. <laughs> PM Eastern. Nobody will be watching. Boy, that's going to be. If, can you imagine if you're a handler, one of Joe Biden's handlers, watching that? Now, I think they don't do it live, right? So it's recorded. Yeah, it's pre-recorded. So they, I wonder if they'll uh, ask for any edits. The uh, Rainbow Room has it. At, it's 5 p.m. Okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they do all that stuff. The the Rainbow Room. Uh, you have Kimmel. You have Fallon. Fallon is uh, who's up? Who's up in that? Though? Are those even wars? Remember we used to talk about oh, the late night wars. Leno versus uh, uh, Leno, Leno Letterman, and then you had. Uh, Craig uh, Kilborn or something like right. that, and he got uh, he was before John Stewart in <laughs> The Daily Show. So yeah. he had all that. So so they're all like leaving like crazy. It was announced last week that senior advisor Simone Sanders leaving her post by the end of the year. Key members of Harris's orbit are leaving, and even more are eyeing the exits, according to Politico. Her communications director, comms director Ashley Etienne, I love that name Etienne. That's Stephen, by the way, in France. Resigned ahead of Thanksgiving and two other communication aides reportedly planning to leave their post. Then uh, contributor Co- Joe Concha called Harris's office a quote-unquote sinking ship. I met him, by the way. Uh, Smart Stan, guy. Yeah, yeah pointing like to her approval ratings. One recent poll had her approval at 28, while he had a 46 per- she had a 46% approval on taking office. I guess when your boss approval ratings are 20% and he's polling even lower than, uh, I don't know, sludge. The U.S. Uh, southern border where migrants continue to flow over 2 million passing over this year. I guess I would leave too because it is a sinking ship. Now, the real contention is her uh, uh, devil may care princess attitude towards her staff. And uh, it's not a healthy environment, it's been quoted. People feel mistreated, maltreated. It's not a place where people feel supported, but a place where people feel treated like, well, you know, the S word. My sons like to uh, load more money into the uh, swear jar there, and uh, they like to dunk. They just dunk money in there now. Like, what? There's nothing young children love more than adults getting in trouble. They just look (laughs) for opportunities to tell you you're wrong, you made a mistake. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait till they see what they get for Christmas, by the way. uh, They've got something good coming for them for Christmas that'll... And I'll, uh, <clears throat> I might have them change their mind. I do all these like little custom gifts for them. So um, Kamala Harris apparently incited a raucous social media response after publishing an odd photo with creepy messages about how much, quote unquote, he loves his job. Okay. Now, this is a staffer who's been asked to blink if you need help over <laughs> the creepy photo that reports Harris is a bully within the toxic office. Get a load of this. So WAPO published a story. A staffer from the office went to social media to show the world just how much he loves his job. He says, I'm David Ginz. I work for VP Harris on behalf of the American people as deputy director of operations and absolutely love my job. Just thought some of you should know. (laughs) Here it is. The message accompanying the photo immediately generated thousands of responses, including here's what you say. Blink if you need help, Ben Shapiro says. This apparently he's blinking all over the place. David, blink twice if you were told to tweet this under duress. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, there's, 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 there's 33 pantomimes in the human behavior. A woman's got eight. A man's got 33, right? Is, it, is, that, is that it? <laughs> Blinking is one of them, just so you know. Blinking a lot. 
A thousand yard stare. Says <laughs> Private <Christina> Joker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Extremely normal, authentic, and cool behavior when you are definitely not being held hostage, says, uh, about, uh, blink twice if he need us to come and get you. And, uh, finally, I don't know what's going on here, but we will rescue you, David. Just don't make any sudden moves until then. She can sense any sort of movement. So that's how hostile. Like a velociraptor. So, did you watch, did you look at the tweet? Did you see the tweet? No, I, I just read the text. I didn't see the picture. Is he just like bird and, you're in the headlights, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's all right there. Wapo reported this, and they have uh, links, and it is a creepy looking. Oh, uh, he's photo. looking. It's a profile. He's yeah. Okay, staring blankly. <laughs> and you can you can and you can also find it on the uh, the blade. So there it is. Uh, it is pretty. Ooh. I mean, what, where uh, Kamala Harris is not going to be part of any ticket in 24. This is a dumper, you, really. Well, I don't know that Biden's running. I well, that's think true, of course. I think it's Ocasio Cortez and Michelle Obama. Mm. I think it's a you know, woman, woman. Definitely, I think it's going to be those two. There's no doubt in my mind. Minority women, Latino, right? You know, whatever they want to say, Latinx. All identity and, politics, all yeah, the time. I think that's all it's going to be. Mm. They're going to play that up, and they're going to you know wait for on the Republican side. It will be <clears throat> forty. Five year old at that time, finally. Yeah. DeSantis. And uh, I don't know. Could we bring in. Um, hopefully, it's not that South Carolina former uh, UN ambassador. Uh, no, it can't be. Tim oh, Scott. oh, God. Haley. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. Not her. She is a disaster. Um, a warmonger. Uh, oh, what's her God. name? Might want to start making her over her way over to the right, right side if we're going to be competing on looks. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. You know, I know that she is, she's way, she's got a terrible record. Okay. She's pretty progressive, but if you can straighten her out. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, my, my pick right now would be the woman from Durango who's, uh, you know, launching on the Jihad squad. Oh, over. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm just yes. saying. You know, Easy on the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she's, uh, she's got the, uh, Sarah Palin, um, uh, Janessa Quag. Uh, although heard on this network earlier today on the Clay and Buck show, mm. Kaylee McEnany, former White House, uh, nah. press, no, no, she said that she does think Trump will run again. I just she said it. I don't see it. I just think that he needs to just jump in whatever race he wants to jump into next year and run for Senate, run for House, and then just, take over which one he wants. Mm -hmm. And I think just pave the way for DeSantis. That's the legacy. Just be in there to annoy the hell out of all the people. <laughs> like, just get in. Like, he should just run right now from presidency to, you know, just go senator. Get a House district seat. Mm. You, you can get whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Just just go and just show up. Mm -hmm. Right? And then immediately make him Speaker of the House. The third most powerful person. No, seriously. No, no, I'm not. No, like, sorry, like just, this is a, I hadn't thought of that. This that's, is a small, that's very well, interesting. Uh, Matt Gates was talking yeah, about, yeah. or he was alluding to it. I don't yeah. know that he was actually explicitly talking to it. I'm like, well, that makes the most sense. Like, if you got to get Trump in there as soon as possible. I think the, the idea would be to, okay, get in there, Trump, you know, uh, warm, warm the seat for DeSantis and anybody else and lead the way. He, Trump's going to get reelected as much as he wants anyway. Okay. Does he actually need the presidency? I would I would say it'd be better for him to run for Speaker of the House mm -hmm. or run for uh, whatever his his place is. Even moving whatever House Republican might be. Who represents his uh, in the Mar-a-Lago? Mar. Uh, check to see who who runs his Mar-a-Lago. I bet you it's definitely a no. That would be that would be a Democrat in his area. 
I'll bet you a Democrat uh, representative covers uh, his area. Wassermel Schultz. <laughs> oh, Wasserman uh, Schultz. Uh, yeah, uh, Board of Congressional you. Delegation. Anyway, I think it's an interesting uh, play, and I think it would get a lot of people involved in the elections. And then you can, you know, go up with, you know, and I think here, like I said earlier in the earlier formula that we were talking about the uh, re-delineation. I don't know why I'm using that word so much. I can't use I, that. Well, I'm just stuck on that word. I think it's got me lined out. <laughs> uh, we can go ahead and I think win one or three and then maybe keep two. Okay, mm-hmm. Lois Frankel, a Democrat. Ugh. Oh, there well, it the is. 21st District. Yeah, DeSantis and Christy Nome. There you go. Oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm for that. I'm going to be mentioning Christy Nome in a piece tomorrow online. Or, so, even, uh, or even Christy Nome DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be fine because then you'd run. Yes. Okay. So that makes the most sense. Here we go. Sorry to jump in on this, but I'm no all, get all excited about this. And then Dowd's going to come and give us the actual thing I asked him a couple of minutes ago, which is, okay, so Christy Nome DeSantis, DeSantis Nome. I think that's a good, whoever texted in, you're brilliant. And then put, uh, since we're going to take over the house, have Trump run for a house seat. And that would be what district? Twenty first. Uh, this is West Palm. Okay. Okay. Wait. Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. She was preceded by Alan West, who was a conservative Republican. So this is maybe a doable district. Well, they ger- they gerrymandered. They, of they, course. You know, yeah, I yeah. talked to Colonel West uh, yeah. when he was here in town, and uh, he he was gerrymandered out of that. That they went after him. They they literally they saw how much strength that he was going to get, and it was just basically over. She got 59% last time, 2020. Laura Loomer got 39 against her. So oh, she's, she's strong there. Well, I, I hope Trump doesn't uh, connect too closely with Loomer. Although I do love Laura. I do love, you know, she was on our air. Oh, really? Yeah, we had her on. Uh, Langston knows her. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. How's old Langston doing? There we go. All right. All right. Let's uh, go to, uh, oh, I did talk about the, the triple vaxxed. I did, don't want to leave that out, right? The triple vaxxed. Uh, <clears throat> this was very interesting. So here's a guy. Oh, where, where did that go? I, I thought I just had, why are my texts disappearing? How strange is that? All right. So the conservative uh, New Mexican, that's the uh, website to go to folks. Uh, Nick does a great, he does, great really job. Uh, New Mexico state Senator Roberto Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby uh, Gonzalez tested positive for COVID-19 four days into the legislative session. Yep. According to, uh, he does not look like a picture of health either. No. Uh, Gonzalez said he is fully vaccinated and recently got a booster shot. Idiot. Gonzalez, a Democrat from Rancho de Taos, said he was tested before <clears throat> meeting with the tribal governor this week and got a positive test result. Dan Boyd of the Journal reported he said immediately informed Senate leadership and then made the roughly 80-minute drive back to his house where he is self-isolating. Not even... <laughs> Doesn't do, do we forget the word quarantine? I'm going to go on out of limb and say <clears throat> he's he's vaxxed. According to uh, Boyd, rules prohibit legislators from attending four sessions in person, regardless of vaccination status, oh. them in close contact. So guess what? He tested negative for COVID-19 after meeting with Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham and the legislatures. Legislators are not required to be vaccinated in order to attend session in person. However, he is. He is triple vaxxed. There it is. And he got the... Got the shot. I, I heard uh, Senator Dr. Rand Paul on Clay and Buck earlier today. He said, I got to look this up. I hadn't seen the headline. In my home state of Connecticut, a nursing home with 89 people, 87 of which were vaccinated. There's been a, a significant outbreak uh, at that nursing home. And I think he said seven or eight people have died so far. Mm. I mean, how, how much longer are we going to buy into this? 
this miracle vaccine that doesn't seem to work. You know, the guy who is constantly touching his paper and then touching his mask and then touching the paper and then touching his mask and then touching the paper. Yeah, there you go. That's that's why this crap happens. So, uh, those masks are just germ, germ to dispenser. I'll wait for Dowd to uh, jump in on uh, his next story before we do. Let's say, hi, Eddie, didn't the legislator pass a bill changes PRC membership? I appointed instead of elected. Yes, that is true. They are now appointed by the governor. In fact, uh, it was your former boss who was all about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Rio Grande Foundation who wanted to, uh, remember, him and Carlos Sontag were jumping. Oh, on yeah. Board that, yeah. Well, uh, it's guessing somebody's cra- writing checks. Trust me. <laughs> crazy like a fox, Carla. He's over there celebrating with Manny Gonzalez. And uh, I don't know what you were celebrating. You knew you were going to lose. Leaning Democrat. Hello, Stack Tech. Leaning Democrat. Avangrid will be back. I don't I don't know about that. <clears throat> Eddie, uh, I love me some murder, Mike. The only reason we're not Australia right now is because of Second Amendment. Go America. That's from the Joe show. Joe, do you want me on your show? I'm um, listening to you. Wow. I don't know how that is possible. S word is Smollett. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So we're interchanging Brandon for Biden and uh, me. Anyway, S word for Smollett. Okay. DeSantis, gnome, brilliant. Trump in the House, then Speaker, control the money. Yes, bingo. Boy, that would be that would that would be like uh, <laughs> just like the suns through the hourglass. So <laughs> are the days of our lives. The scarf lady, Doctor Burks. It's. Uh, uh, I always wondered what happened to get what she's up to now. She was a big part of the scam in the beginning, and she disappeared because her and her family were not wearing masks or something. I wish someone would go do a dig on her. Probably can't find much. Uh, Eddie, now today's Sandia Labs Medical Clinic is heavily encouraging vaccine boosters and encouraging outdoor events or virtual instead of live parties or seeing family. So there you go. Uh, earlier this year, Dr. Burks joined the George W. Bush Presidential Center. Ah, there you go. If you ever doubt, ladies and gentlemen, what a that joke. there's a uniparty. <laughs> what is a joke. It's a club. You're not in it. Neither am I. <laughs> I gotta watch me some Carlin. Donnie and Marie are not twins, but a year apart in age. Thank you. Uh, my age, younger. Wow. Okay. My mom is listening. My son sent me something that indicates that Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian, uh, Ghislaine, uh, yes, Dylan, were Israeli spies. Yep, that's crude massage. Uh, who were on the payroll of compromise, rich, compre, uh, wealthy, powerful people. Yeah, that is their blackmail uh, situation that they had going on. My stupid phone. He keeps adding extra words. Yes, I know. Siri, she likes to get it all wrong. She likes to act like you're drunk because you might be. Keep shining the light, gentlemen. Uh, off the air, nothing. Uh, listen, I think we're good. I can listen all the time. So. Strong. Uh, John says, uh, has there ever been a search on search of Zorro Ranch for shallow graves? No. Nobody can go off there. So there you go. And it seems with all the questionable things that were going on out there, that would have been the first thing they were looking for. Did not happen. And uh, here it is. Uh, brother of Ghislaine, Maxwell Accuser, won't testify after discussing testimony with sister. Brother of Ghislaine, Maxwell Accuser. Okay. There you go. All right, there we are. Uh, Dowd, why don't you just uh, rifle up? No, well, let's uh, do the next article on Heinrich because I can't listen to him for that long. Sure, sure. Uh, let's uh, do that in three minutes. Yeah, no worries. Um, Rockatalk.chat, ladies and gentlemen, less than 20 cents a day. Help a brother out. Uh, this is my piece that went up yesterday, I guess, and uh, we'll have, of course, a fresh one coming out tomorrow. Uh, I'm calling him Zap Heinrich lately because he really does think he's an engineer. He, even in his Twitter feed, he calls himself a recovering engineer a lot of engineers say that, what that they're, they're retired you know like i'm a recovering catholic i'm a rec- it, you rope it into you know Got what it, people yeah. used to say alcoholic or substance abuse uh i don't really think marty was much of an engineer since it seems like he worked at the phillips lab for a very very brief time before moving on to 
uh, nonprofit work, AmeriCorps, and then uh, the city council, and then the federal uh, legislature. Legislature. So sort of like when someone calls themselves a radical centrist. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Like and I, frankly, I, I I'm going to submit one of these. I'm going to submit a question and I say, please tell me the dates with you know from what date to what date that he was actually an engineer at the Phillips Lab. I don't think it was very long. Anyway, he's kind of seized on directed energy as a way to garner votes for himself here in Albuquerque. And we do have a couple of decades of, of research into these particular types of, of weapon systems at UNM. We're not talking about kinetic energy here, uh, kinetic weaponry, uh, a bullet hitting you, uh, something, an explosion happens and it you know, rips your guts out. That's a kinetic weapon. These are directed energy weapons, primarily lasers and microwaves. So we're getting into some you know, real engineering and physics here. Uh, and presently, uh, there are some interesting possible prospects of how these could be used on the battle space, but they require a lot of energy, and there's also a lot of countermeasures that can be employed to sort of dampen their effect effectiveness. We don't really know how useful directed energy is going to be for the modern, you know, 21st century warfighter, but we do know that if we spread around a lot of money for directed energy weapons testing and research in New Mexico, we get reelected. So on Monday, when I wasn't here, I was over at UNM, unmasked and unvaxxed, vax, by the way. Nobody even asked me. Uh, about my status, Eddie, although I will say I went on campus, every single person inside and outside of buildings, primarily young people, half my age, <clears throat> they had their masks on, being good little citizens. Remember, Dr. Disgrace said, do what you're told. Remember, he said that last year, I believe, at one point. So Martin Heinrich and the entire congressional delegation, they love the fact that directed energy researchers are here. Uh, the, there's some people, uh, there's actually 35 job openings right now in Albuquerque for I think it's pronounced LIDOS or LADOS. It used to be uh, Science Applications International, S-A-I-C. Um, they are bringing home the pork. They brought home a $2.5 million grant from the feds to set up uh, the Directed Energy Center at UNM. And so I went over to attend the official kickoff ceremony for this. And it was just all insiders, uh, university employees, people who work for the Air Force Research Laboratory, um, I was the only non-insider there for this uh, ceremony with, with 30 people. Uh, again, I want our warfighters, men and women, to have the best weapons available. But for the congressional delegation, this is about jobs and pork and being reelected. You're never going to hear anything out of them. Uh, hey, guess what? If we look back at the last couple decades of directed energy weaponry, a lot of these systems just have not panned out. They've been boondoggles. They've wasted literally billions of dollars. Let's parse through all of this and figure out which directed energy systems make sense for the military and which ones don't. Uh, the congressional delegation, they don't really care about that at all. They just care about jobs. So uh, in this piece available at uh, rockoftalk.chat, I walk you through a layperson's analysis of this. Uh, you know, I'm a policy guy. I'm not an engineer or a physicist. So there are limits to my understanding of this super, super high tech technology. But uh, again, you're going to get a lot of press releases, a lot of ceremonies about look at all the wonderful things we're doing for you back here in New Mexico, putting you more, making you more dependent on federal funding, which is a long term uh, strategy that I think is a, is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous failure. Um, like you. I want our warfighters to have the best weapons available. I want to protect them, and I want them to be able War. to kill people and break things. As Rush Limbaugh used to say, the military exists to break things and kill people. Uh, I want them to be able to do it effectively. But there's a lot of drawbacks to directed energy. And in Martin Heinrich's world, none of that matters because directed energy means votes for him back in his, I don't want to say home state. Let's say the state that ostensibly he represents because we know he pretty much lives in, in Maryland. So uh, give it a read. Uh, it's called uh, Zap Heinrich's uh, Death Rays, uh, and it went up yesterday on the website rockoftalk.chat. Less than 20 cents a day. You do not get, ladies and gentlemen, you simply do not get this kind of in-depth analysis anywhere 
uh, in the media in New Mexico. You only get it here at Xerox of Talk. And we appreciate you guys subscribing and uh, supporting us. It, uh, it is big. And very quickly, Dow, the top five, by the way, uh, I love that uh, line. Show me a war face. And now I've got, uh, what is his name? Uh, David Allen Root or whatever his name is. Uh, that, Wayne Allen Root. Wayne yes. Allen Root, whatever. It is. War. Yeah, I've been to his house. I literally you told been, me, yeah. yeah and Henderson <laughs> overlooks Las Vegas. He's the he's, uh, self-proclaimed king of Vegas. War! Raw! <laughs> All right, top five. Later on us. Yeah, the top five. Uh, this is a daily email. You can get it if you subscribe. Less than 20 cents a day. These are the things that, uh, the links that I sent out that people clicked on the most. Number one, our friend Nick Wilbur, the charlatan doctor propagating COVID nonsense uh, in the Albuquerque Journal. Awesome piece. Nick, you did a great job on that. Uh, number two, police say a man who went down with, uh, went to court with COVID faces a decade in prison. That's uh, how we wrapped up our show great, uh, yesterday. Great segment. In, yesterday. in uh, Clayton being charged with uh, assault with a deadly weapon to wit uh, a virus. Uh, number three, the tiny home village. We've talked about this again and again, and I believe Mr. the murder Mike said he's going to mention something about tomorrow. Struggles to fill the vacancies as our homeless encampments, if you're driving around our fair city, continue to right. surge. Mr. Aragon, the real estate expert at one point, figured out how much we were paying per square foot for those unused tiny homes. Ugly, ugly stuff. Do you think any of the people responsible will ever pay any kind of penalty for this? Uh, Number three, a vandal cut heat and the internet and the phone lines to City Hall in, of all places, Silver City, New Mexico, a place I've hmm. been to a couple a couple times. Interesting little place down there. Big mining mining country down there. And, and very and very liberal, by the we way. Might, we we uh, might be on the radio out there. That so, would be yeah. awesome. I love those folks down there. I just wish they voted a little differently. And finally, a story about a father committing a horrendous act of child abuse here in Albuquerque. I won't read you the details because children might be with you in the car. Uh, no penalty is uh, too extreme when it comes to what this man did to a very, very young child. There you go, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you being here in the Kiva every single day. Joining us, download the app, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv. And as always, take a listen to us on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. See you tomorrow at 4.